Hello and welcome to the Weird Geeks Horror Show, where every Friday we'll be covering another installment in a classic horror franchise. Go to weirdgeeks.com and weirdgeeks on iTunes to check out our other podcast series, social medias, Twitch streams, contact details and news on our very own feature films, albums, shorts and more that are currently in production for our publisher, We Are Tessellate. Weird Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the films referenced and no infringement is intended. Riders on the storm Riders on the storm Geeks. Geeks. Geeks! Hello and welcome back to the Weird Geeks Horror Show, where every single Friday we take you through another installment of a classic horror retrospective franchise. I literally got energy as I went through that sentence. I started off bored, I ended up enthused. I'm your host, Al White, and joining me throughout all of the Hitcher and then Joyride movies is Christina Masterson. Hello! And Heaven DeVera. Hello! I always want to like go harder <laughs> on your R than I do. I always want to be like DeVera. You can do that. Like a little roll. Can I do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to use that cool. from now on. <laughs> Got permission. If you're new to us, hello, welcome. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're all safe out there if you're listening to this currently with the events of the times. And the events of the times suck. But do they suck as much as the movies we're covering each week? That's really, I think, the competition that we've got going on in this series. <laughs> Please go on out to We Geeks on your apps and on your iTunes and subscribe for us and rate for us and do all of those things. Could it help? So, but what are you wrinkling your eyebrows at, Heaven? Was it my English grammar? No. And I normally say rate to us, but that doesn't seem to make sense either. So this week I was trying it's to rate I for farted. us. <laughs> what? <laughs> And I was scared. (laughs) I don't know. I was like, oh, they they, like either heard it or they smelt it. I was like, we're on a Skype. Oh, no. You know, anyways, let's keep going. I'm so glad that we're we're quarantining away from you now. (laughs) You know, when you talk about being the mini me heaven, this is how I know that's not true. (laughs) No toilet humor allowed. I would never. I don't even know if I've ever heard him say that word. No. He has. I feel like he has. Can't say it. I apologize. We're the playing, beauty, uh, the beauty of we're doing, Skype, Actually, I'll get right? to that in a minute because i got to promote that a little bit. Yeah, we do all this for free. We don't do any banner ads. We don't do any patrons. And by the love of God, we're not going to try and sell you any... Lactate. She's on <laughs> or it. farts. And it's topical. <laughs> love it. Yeah. So we're here to talk about a hitcher. The remake, not the original. If you're trying to find the original, go back a few weeks and you'll have a good old time. But this one's a 2007 Michael Bay Platinum Dunes produced movie. It gets a 5.6 out of 10 on the old IMDb's. But before we get to all of that, I'm going to segue in, actually. So we started doing these Zoom Skype hangouts with some of our friends online, and we played Jackbox. Um, what is Jackbox? I don't even know what yeah. that is. And so I was, like, reading the text last night, and I was like, oh, I don't even know if I have a Jackbox. What's a Jackbox? No, so ja- <laughs> Jackbox, you don't have to worry about it. Well, the beauty of Jackbox is, essentially, all you need is your phone. And you don't need to download an app. You don't need to like do anything at all. So it's like, it's the most, we were trying to find like what's the most least stress way to integrate with people. So we've been doing it with our friends and now we're going to open it up to the public. So if you're listening to this and you listen to our show, you can join in and hang out with us and hopefully not be naked when you come on Zoom. Otherwise we will put you in the lobby. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, you can hang out and play some games and watch playing games because you can't, they've got maximum numbers, but then you can also like help out and do stuff. So the way Jetbox works is pretty cool is you only have to have one person who has the actual console or whatever you're running it from. So we have like a whole bunch of packs of Jackbox on Xbox. And then we start a Zoom call where we have an open door. So you just have that code. You can just come straight into the Mm, Zoom. mm -hmm. And then one of our Zoom, we've got multiple Zoom cameras set up in our house. So one of them is set 
to just look at our projector screen and we we're doing a test last night with some friends to like see if we can get it so everyone can see enough on which games are good for this and which games aren't good for this so then people can see the screen and then all you do is you whip out your phone and on Jackbox it gives you just a URL which is literally just jackbox.tv I think it is and when you're on that it's just got a room code essentially which is four letters and you enter in your room code and then you're in the game and you can have up to 10,000 people can be watching whoa and most games can be anywhere between two to 16 or two to eight p players and it's really fucking cool because you literally like and it's all simple fun silly games like it's just like a kind of boulder dash thing where you're just inventing writing a word to go into a sentence and people have to guess which sentences are true which ones are lies or Mm. doing a pictionary kind of thing some of them are a bit more adult themed we did one last night that didn't really work, which essentially was like Tinder through Jackbox, and you just have to be flirting with all your friends and asking them out on dates, and it was very strange, particularly when you know who's which player. If it like jumbled up all the names, then it would be a bit better because then you don't know who you're texting. But we all knew, like if we were texting Ali or Lynn or Shannon or whoever the fuck we were texting, it was kind of strange. But no, it's going to be a bit of a hot mess. But it's um. <laughs> I think it would be a fun thing to do. And we just wanted something where we got to integrate a little bit more with friends and then people you just meet once when you're on the road who are a bit, you know, lonely at the moment or just, you know, want to hang out or just want to shout abuse at us and say, stop covering shitty movies and cover better. <laughs> like, When's the next time you're going to do it? Well, yeah, that one was a private one. We're now going to start doing some public ones. I don't know when. I don't know if we'll schedule it as a regular thing, which maybe we will. Mm-hmm. But we'll definitely do one this week, which we're in the week just after Easter weekend, if you're listening to this. Although, actually... Yeah, by the time this goes up, this will be a week out of date. Mm-hmm. So by the time you listen to this, this will be, yeah, we'll definitely be doing them. And just go to my Twitter feed. I will post there, but I'll also put it in my Instagram stories. I'm not going to put it in my Instagram feed because that's sacred. <laughs> but I will put it in my stories for sure. So check it out there. And yeah, feel free to come and, and join us and hang out. And it's really not scary. If you don't want to show your Zoom, you don't have to. You can just be like a silent you know, player or watcher if you want to. But if you want to show your face, then great. Why not? But again, don't show your penis. Don't do it. What were people doing that last night? There's no, Zoom not last night. bombings. It was close like friends. people are hacking into Zoom, like classrooms and Zoom chats, and like no. showing their penises. Peni. No, that's horrible. It is they like they're doing it to like uh, I know like Kids? all this. Yeah, that's like this. That's fucked so up. It's. Don't um, do that. I'm sorry, I made a joke before I knew where you were going with that. Oh. <laughs> Did you guys ever play Russian roulette? Like with for real? <laughs> no, of. it was like an app that you would download and you just go into different Chat rooms. roulette, chat roulette. Oh yeah, chat roulette. Oh my God, yeah. Remember that chat roulette? A, that was the first time I saw like a real in life, like not crudely drawn penis was on chat roulette and I was so scared. It was beautifully drawn. <laughs> it was so elegant. Yeah, I, maybe, perhaps. Isn't it? I never, I never did that. Kind of I've seen like people, I've had people of. tell me to use Omega, Omegle. Yeah, Omegle was the one you go to like yeah. your friend's house and you have a sleepover and you go on Omegle. Oh, I've never heard of that one. But I was like, it's all like, you can't do nudity and stuff like that. Can you get like kicked immediately? Mm. No, you. it's just random. It like what it does, the server like connects you to a random someone else who's on Omegle, at least when like I was younger and you just see random people so when xbox first went online the only pretty much games that they had was like poker was a big one people just play poker online and you would be able to use your little webcam and the amount of times like i used to like playing poker online and the amount of times just a dude hit his penis out just (laughs) why and you wouldn't know until it cut to their going poker and then it's like oh why i don't know why do people do that Mm -hmm. i have why do men do that yeah why do men not even people it's just men 
Well, no, let's be fair. Yeah, in a different context, women do it, but for women are widely perceived as more aesthetically pleasing from both genders, I feel. Whereas a naked man walking down the street is seen as something that you want to throw trash at for the most part. Maybe it's just because most men don't look after themselves as much as most women do. I don't know. I don't know about that one. We live in LA. No it's comment. A world. No comment. World. Uh, we are way off track. What, what, are we talking. supposed to be talking about the hitcher right now, or no, are we we're talking about not. penises on live feeds? Jeez. Yeah. The, all right. Let's do that then. I guess I had something else I was going to say about that, but I completely forgotten now. God damn it. Anyway, yeah, we're going to be doing that. Come and hang out and don't don't get your penis out, basically, mm-hmm. or your boobs or anything. It's not just men centric. Don't get naked. Just let us play a nice, clean game of Jackbox. That's all we ask. So The Hitcher came out in 2007. Before we like to get into the movie, we do like to look at the landscape that was one of you two lovely people has the top 10 worldwide grossing films of said year. I have it. Excellent. Okay, let's now see. Now we're all, we're all alive for this one. Even Heaven was alive for this. <laughs> okay, number 10. No, I mean actually alive, Heaven. Not oh, like, like emotionally like, right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, you were alive in 2007, correct? Yes, I was. I was in second grade, I think. <laughs> okay, number 10, we have 300. <gasps> that was my I first rated R movie film. in theaters. Really? You know, what's 300? Yeah, I watched that in theaters. <laughs> That was one of those films that the first time everyone saw it because it was so visually new, it was spectacular. And that, then people went back to it and were like, oh, it's actually not that great. But it, <laughs> visually, it looked amazing. It's that Gladiator movie, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of. It, it's based on yeah a classic, well, okay, we don't need to get into it, but whether how much of it's true and how much of it isn't, from ancient Greece. And it's the, it was Frank Miller turned it into a comic, which was called 300, and that was turned to this. And it was Zack Snyder's second film, I want to say, after Dawn of the Dead. Mm. Yeah, I used to really love it, but it's not like it's not amazing when you go back. But it's got some cool visuals. Number nine, we have National Treasure Book of Secrets. Man, we did that the other. We did that like a few. What's ha- what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I, I don't see- like any of this. I sneezed. That's it. You sneezed? <laughs> yeah, I just sneezed. That's I okay. Sneezed. That's acceptable. Sneezing's fine. Sorry. Just no toilet humor. <laughs> Sneezing is not toilet based, so you're good. Thank you. It's weird how that works, isn't it? <laughs> number nine, we have the Simpsons movie. Number eight. No. Number eight. You just said number nine was <laughs> National Treasures. <laughs> Wait, what Sorry. game was I in? It's 2007. The Simpsons movie. Was that 2007? Wow, that was a long time ago now. Yeah. That was a big deal. What's happening, Heaven? What is going on? You're what? like having a breakdown. Who, me? No. No, me. Heaven. She's like, it looks <laughs> like she's counting. I am Are you counting. Ca- I forgot. I don't know how old I was in 2007. So I guess that's what I was like. I was recalculating. You have to do math to figure out how old you were in 2007. Yeah, I actually don't remember how old I was. I I categorize it by like. Do you know when you were born? 1997. It's not that hard. Well, then. Stop, 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 stop. stop, It's just 10 years. (laughs) I forgot. I'm so tired. It's okay. It's okay. I, it's it is okay. okay. It's our weird okay. Geeks listeners, no, I do okay. have a degree. You can't just be so born knows, in 97 like, and you're like, how old was I in 2000? I am educated, I promise. <laughs> the clue is in the seven at the end of both of those sentences. <laughs> anyways. Oh my God. Anyways, by the way, going on to number lot, seven. A lot of people hate you both for the aliens comment, by the way. We've uh, had some feedback. Oh, <laughs> about yeah. what? Who hates who about the aliens comment? When we talk about aliens, me back about in the aliens? Hitcher, 
Yeah. But, I mean, I hated heaven because she was arguing why aliens, why you do a sequel that was a plural. But then you not even knowing what the film's alien and aliens were, it's, people are upset. Listen, They're mad. guys. Well, I'm I don't sorry. care. You should be more creative than just adding an S to the end of your original title. Like, you could come gonna, up with new words. You're going to make people even more upset. You stop it. And honestly, just because somebody doesn't know something doesn't mean you should hate them. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> also, rude. I was not in second grade in 2007. I was in fourth grade. Just clarifying. Why the grade doesn't matter. You were 10. It's very simple. <laughs> it's just... I don't care what you were fucking learning in school. About the gold rush. Anyways, Christina, keep going. <laughs> I don't like today. Guys, what? what is this energy? This is the best that this franchise has been so far because we're not talking about the movies. Stop. It feels foggy today. Like in the brain. In everybody's brains right now. In oh, yours, yours and yours also. I see it. Number six, we have Ratatouille, which I do actually remember. Um, wait, did we do number seven? I Am Legend? Oh we didn't my do number God. seven. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, right? I Am Legend. No, we didn't. I Am Legend. We did? It's great. No, we didn't say that. It's a great movie and an even better book. Number six, we have Ratatouille, which I actually do remember watching this in the movie theater. I don't know why. Now I remember who I went with, but yeah, I did watch that for some reason. <laughs> I've never it was good. It, was it 10 year old heaven? <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I decline. Number, <laughs> number five, we have Transformers. Well, there you go. Michael Bay kicking off his uh, yeah, ridiculous franchise, which is going to have some ties to this in some other ways. Too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see it. I, I saw it. Mm-hmm. Number four, we have <laughs> Shrek the Third. I think that was the last time Shrek managed to get into the top 10, didn't it? I don't know. We have a lot of like animation movies up here in the top 10. Animation movies are always in the top 10. People love them. Christina's like, I don't think so, Al. (laughs) I think Ratatouille was the first, like, is that Pixar? Yeah. Yeah. It's the first Pixar movie I ever went to go see in the theaters. Oh. You're such a strain. I just want to like study you. (laughs) You're so strange. How and I, you, you know what? All you alien hater commenters on me, strange is good. Like just because <laughs> everybody else in the world watched Aliens doesn't make me bad for not watching it. Singularly, and if it are, makes me strange, two, that's okay. I'm okay with that. I think okay those are two separate that. things. I think you can definitely guarantee every anybody listening to our podcast still is definitely strange. So. <laughs> strange is good. However, you are bad for not watching Aliens and Aliens. <laughs> Number three is Spider-Man 3. Oh, Ooh. such a classic. So good. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Somebody like that one. Number two, we have Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. This number four? Two. Is this? No. Order of Phoenix is number four. Well, no, it? I'm saying it's number two on the list. Of- no, sure. I mean in the Harry Potter canon. Well, I don't know. It doesn't have a four next to it. Heaven, so how, are you not a Harry Potter fan? I am a Harry uh, Potter no. fan, but I'm like, the fifth one wasn't my favorite. I think the fourth one. Oh, that was one, the fifth one. Yeah, the fourth one and the third ones were my favorite. Okay, that's all I was asking. If it was the fourth one, you just like tuned out. <laughs> you could have saved no. that entire conversation. I was looking at the list that I had just to make sure I had the right one up because my phone. <laughs> oh, okay. I think okay. And number one, are you guys ready for this? This, sound, this really felt like know. the longest list. Like it went, I feel like today it's just going slow-mo. 
Num- could you keep taking a break to talk about how fucking terrible today feels? <laughs> <laughs> Number one is Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. I think this is the third one. Yeah. So I mean, lots of threes then, huh? Spider-Man 3, Shrek 3rd, Pirates of the Caribbean 3. Yeah. None of them are good. <laughs> Heaven <laughs> loves them all. I know. I just like Spider-Man 3 for the, the sake of... You can't. You can't possibly. You can't it's not impossible like to it. like Spider-Man 3. It's not possible. <laughs> Thank you, Christina. That was illuminating as always. Heaven, you got them spookies lists and we yes, know you do I because do. you were just looking it up on your phone. Mm-hmm. Top of the list is 28 Weeks Later. Hmm. Imogen Poots is in this. I'm sorry. 30 Days of Night. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's based on a Steve Niles graphic novel. Yeah. Well, some people really love this. I think it's... I, I used to quite like it. I went back to it and I was like, yeah, that's fine. 1408. It's based on a Stephen King book. It's got the coups in it. Again, I think it was all right. People really like it a lot, but I was like, it's fine. Alien Singular versus Predator Requiem. We've covered it. (laughs) You can go back to our Predator show where we covered Alien versus Predator Requiem. Dead Silence. This is a James Wan joint. This is uh, really his first time doing a doll film before, way before Annabelle. It's very uneven, but you can definitely see some of the things he's going to be doing in The Conjuring. Mm. Donkey Punch. (laughs) <laughs> this is a British film. Do you know what a donkey punch is? Mm-mm. <sighs> Hard to. I don't know if I want is to. Is that like when this. you uh, have sex with a donkey? No. What is it? I want to no. know. Should I look I it mean, up? I'm glad you took it to that level because now I can say it. It's maybe not at that level, but it's worse in a different way. What it's is when it? It's a thing when you're having sex with someone like doggy style, and then just as you're orgasming, you punch them in the back of the neck. <laughs> <laughs> Why in the back of the neck? Yeah. What is that supposed to do? I don't know. It's meant to like increase people. I, I honestly don't know. I've done many things in my life. I could say that's not one of them. A punch <laughs> in the back of their neck. I think it's the back of the neck. And then in this film, they I think it might just be a British thing. And it was like a little craze for a while at the time where everyone was doing the donkey punch. And then this film takes it where some people are out on a boat or something. They do it, but he hits her too hard or something and she dies when it happens. And then they have to deal with this dead body on the boat or something like that. Spoilers oh my for punch. god why i okay Next. <laughs> frontiers. I'm well, things are clarifying that for me people are into what they're into i don't want to tell you look if you're gonna have sex with someone and they make you sign you know like an insurance waiver before probably rethink it really you know frontiers <laughs> <laughs> Frontiers is a what's his name? Someone Gan the Gan. Oh fuck, I've forgotten his name. Xavier Gans. Uh, he wanted to do one of the hitman films. This was part of the new French extremism movement. It's really violent, quite unsettling. It's not an amazing film, but it's definitely worth a watch. It's, it's if you're a horror fan. Grindhouse. Grindhouse. Tarantino. Robert Rodriguez. Before they split them off into Planet Terror and Death Proof, which you could argue Death Proof would be a part of this series, but it's not. And this is the original conception when they were bundled together as one long fun night at the cinema. Halloween. This will be the Rob Zombie remake. We've covered this. You can go and listen to it on our show. The Hills Have Eyes too. Yeah, I mean, not not great. It's fine. Just a remake of the sequel of the original sequel. Hostel Part 2. I actually just rewatched Hostel Part 2 because I never liked those movies. And we were, what were we covering? We were covering something recently when one of the directors was involved. I don't know. It had, it had a couple of interesting things going on in it, but I don't like torture porn. So. Mm. I Am Legend. Yeah, we just talked about it. I really like this movie a lot. It's got some problems for sure, but I like the flavor of it. The book is vastly better though and very different. Very different. Inside. Also new French extremism. This one's definitely worth checking out. It's one of the best horror films ever made, really. It's, it's, although if you're a pregnant woman, don't watch it. <laughs> the Invasion. 
We've covered this way back, way back. Katie, myself, and Ali did Invasion of the Body Snatchers podcast. I think it was us three. Yeah, and we did all of all of the Invasion movies. And there's a new one coming up, apparently, so we're going to do that one. Lake Placid 2. Yeah, I mean, Lake Placid 1, I, th- I think, is good fun. But the rest of them, pff, no. The Mist. Stephen King book, Frank Darabont directed. I mean, everyone's seen The Mist, haven't they? Mm-hmm. You, you, neither of you? Oh, okay. Well. No. You know, what can you do? <laughs> you haven't seen Aliens, so what do, what do I know? But, okay, oh, okay, 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 okay. Don't I say found KKK. it. I found it, guys. Remember found when we first had this conversation about alien aliens? And I was like, is it that sexy? <laughs> is it that sexy alien movie? And you guys are like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Not what is sex. It? It's species. I said species. Well, I didn't know. I had to look it up and make sure it's. Did you it's Google the sexy the, alien movie? Yes. Oh, it's wait, the wait. One. It's the one <laughs> with the hot tub, the girl in the hot tub, and then she, yeah. the sexy. She literally girl has to. It's yeah. like the best '90s idea for a movie ever. It's like a hot woman has yeah. to like is an alien, and she has to have sex with guys because she's literally trying to get pregnant from like human. Yeah. A sexy alien movie, right? I'm, Isn't yeah. that like Splice? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know Splice. We literally watched the trailer to that last night. <laughs> Splice is a lot darker. Like Species is just kind of like fluffy 90s fun with some nudity in it. See. I wasn't all that crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm crazy. glad you didn't know Alien and Aliens, but you know Species. I know Species. That's there it. You of go. course you know the sexy one. That's yeah. redeeming. I like. Maybe that. I'll watch that. I just want to know what came. How much did oh, you have to fucking scroll through when you Google "sexy alien movie"? <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot. Well, mm-hmm. okay. There's like five species movies. It's insane. There are loads of them. Yeah, it looked like there were a few. But then I had to make sure it was that one. I had to put "sexy alien in hot tub" moving. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even. <laughs> all right. The <laughs> orphanage. <laughs> Oh, this is my favorite horror film of all time. It's Guillermo del Toro, right? He produced it. He didn't direct it. Um, mm. Yeah, The Orphanage is a phenomenal movie. And it's not, if you're not into horror and for some reason you're listening to us, it's one you can totally watch. I've actually watched that and I do. I do really like that. And I'm literally Googling sexy alien hot tub scene. Well, okay, <laughs> I, I did a sexy see... alien movie and then species came up and I said species hot tub Alien okay, scene. well, that's going to come To up. make that's sure that up. it was species. I'm checking what know. nightmare stuff comes up if you type in sexy alien movie. <laughs> Quite a lot of things. Ooh, I want to try this. Wait, we got to keep going, guys. <laughs> no, we got to keep going. Keep going. The poo keepsy tapes. The poo keeps. The poo <laughs> thing is the keepsies. Pow keepsies? Pow keepsies, the poo <laughs> keepsies tapes? Spell it for us, please. <laughs> this is actually pretty good. It's good found footage. P O U G H K E E P S I E. What is it about, Al? It's the Palkiewski, I think. Pal-Kiewski. Oh, Palkiewski. Yeah, I think so. It's been a long time since I saw it, but it was good. It's, it's, it's well regarded in the found footage community. I found this great list of the strangest movies about sexy aliens. Mm-hmm. Pumpkinhead, Blood Feud. Yeah, the first Pumpkinhead's uh, really worth watching. The rest of me. Oh, Al, you like this movie, Wreck? I do. We've covered this as well. You can listen to our show on it. Resident Evil Extinction. Is this the one that's like Mad Max? If so, it's my favorite Resident Evil movie. It's directed by for the director of Highlander. Mm. Return to the House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, it's a sequel again to the remake of the <laughs> fucking... Yeah, Whenever whatever. we do this, it's just so amazing how many movies Al has seen. <laughs> right? And these are a long time ago. Like, this was all I like... Mean... 
I mean, but seriously, I never like I barely know like one on this list. Yeah, and you've seen them all. You were out living your life, Christina. You were out not. <laughs> you were out just watching sexy alien movies and not all this stuff. <laughs> Having well, a good I do time. have a confession to make to you guys. I have been spending a lot of time watching something. What have you been watching? <laughs> Tell us. You say Tiger King. I can't stop. <laughs> Tiger no. King. The Gilmore Girls. What have you? Gilmore what? Girls. <laughs> The Gilmore Girls. <laughs> There's 22 episodes per season, and I'm now on season six. How how long oh. are each episode? An hour, I think. Are they an hour? <laughs> Fuck off. That's insane. Brandon hates me. That means there's 50 episodes, basically, per season, if they're an hour yeah. long. That's insane. A it's lot. quarantine. You might how many seasons well. does it go on for? I started before quarantine. Don't admit that. You there's popped no need to admit off. that. I think seven seasons, and then they did a new season. How yeah, so you're nearly like, done. Yeah. What are you going to do afterwards? You don't know. Just cry. Yes. Okay. I can handle that. Okay, that's are it. Even- Saw 4. You're still going, Heaven? Torture porn movies. <laughs> what can you do? I'm trying. Wrong turn to dead end. We will get to the wrong turn films when they're doing a new one. All right, that's for 2007. Thank God. And that was actually kind of helpful because, yeah, like Hostel 2, Saw 4, like we're, in the, we're right in the torture porn era. You expect everything to be pretty grotesque in this era, which I do think is interesting when you come to the hitcher. But the other thing we're right in the era of is Platinum Dunes, who are starting to do movies. This is a subsidiary company built mostly from Michael Bay where they were built pretty much just to do remakes. That's what they were going to do. We'll just buy all these classic horror films and remake them. And at this point, they'd already done Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they'd done the Amityville Horror, and they'd done the Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning. Later on, they would do Friday the 13th, The Nightmare on Elm Street, like tons and tons of remakes. And then weirdly, they throw in like the Turtles movies, you know, like the children. Ninja the Turtles? Children scene. Yeah. The Ninja Turtles movies are Platinum Doom movies as well, which is really strange. I presume there's some tax breaks they get or something. I don't know. But this is predominantly Michael Bay's horror platform. And this is where he launches stuff. Hasn't Michael read Frankenstein? You know, like, shouldn't you just let some things lay dead, you know? (laughs) Michael Bay don't give no shits. He just wants to make them monies and see girls in hot pants. That's all he's interested in. See girls in hot pants. (laughs) No, honestly, like, you watch the films, because he doesn't direct any of these movies. He just produces them. But you see the movies Michael Bay directs, and you count how many times he introduced women from the leg or butt up before you see their face, and it's ridiculous. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, Hitcher 2007, not directed by Michael Bay, directed by Dave Myers. Now, this dude, insane. You go to his IMDb, he has directed fucking thousands of music videos from everyone Mm. from Filter, LL Cool J, Kid Rock, Pink, Creed, The Offspring, Janet Jackson, Missy Elliott, Slipknot, Celine Dion, Shakira, Aerosmith, Mariah Carey, Korn, Britney Spears, Avril Lavigne, Justin Bieber, Rihanna, Kendrick Lamar, Justin Timberlake, Maroon 5, Billie Eilish. He did The Bad Guy Billy Eilish video. That oh, really broke wow. Up. Weird. He's Which still going strong. He Better is than still ever. doing great, making loads of money, I would guess. Um, wow. He is the music video guy. Like, and he has directed only, I believe, three movies, actual oh, features. Um, and I'm this is the only surprised. one anyone would have heard of. This was his second one. And he does one every sort of 10 years, basically. Oh, wow. This movie is credited as written by Eric Red, who you might remember wrote the original The Hitcher as well as being written by Jake Wade Wall and Eric Burnt. I have read in many things, Eric Red did not ever do a draft. In my head, I was like, well, it makes sense. So I'd go to him first, get him to do a draft, and then they'll tear it apart as they give it to other people. 
he would mm. still get credited. From everything I've read, Eric Red never touched this movie. Not sure why he's got a credit. Jake Wade Wall wrote it. He did When a Stranger Calls, which was a remake that I actually quite enjoy. He did Cabin Fever 3, which is not that great. He did Jacob's Ladder, the remake, not great. Eric Burnt wrote it as well. He did Romeo Must Die, and he did Highlander Endgame. Not quality stuff. DP'd by James Hawkinson, also has done many, many music videos. Missy Elliott, No Doubt, Beyonce, Linkin Park, John Legend, Creed, 30 Seconds to Mars. He did do some movies. He did The Unborn, which I believe was through Platinum Dunes as well. And he did a bunch of the TV shows, Hannibal and weirdly Community, which is a fucking strange left field mm. thing to be doing. Damn. And music by Steve Jablonski. Now, Steve Jablonski is the Platinum Dunes guy he does like all their scores pretty much he did texas chainsaw he did the amitable horror he would do the island with michael bay he would do pretty much all the transformers with michael bay he did friday the 13th nightmare on elm street prince of persia he also did some video game stuff with gears of war he does the new turtles movies skyscraper and that vin diesel looking piece of shit that just came out bloodshot he did that one so yeah these are like big people but i'm gonna argue <laughs> you don't get a music video director and a music video dp <laughs> And put them together to tell a narrative story. <laughs> but we'll get there. This movie is starring Sean Bean as John Ryder. He is our new hitcher. Of course, everybody knows him from Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, Silent Hill, Lady Chatterley's lover back in the day. I was super stoked about seeing Sean Bean's name on the cast. Not going to lie. I had really high hopes. And this is him like, uh, I mean, he, he was huge in the UK for many, many decades. He was a real sex symbol in his sort of 20s mm-hmm. and 30s and mm-hmm. 40s. Um, and he does like to be fair like I saw in the making of they were talking about how he has he was at a similar place in his career as Rutger Hauer was at the time when he did Hitcher in terms of he'd play bad guy roles he'd play good guy roles he had a face that you know he was handsome but he was just at that age where he could also be menacing like all of these things he was nearly 50 when he did this role mm-hmm. and he's looking good I will say that mm-hmm. he was very handsome Christina's feeling mm-hmm. <laughs> that might be the only question I have for you then at the end of this Christina is whether or not you like the film or him as the hitcher who is more sexy him or mm-hmm. but we'll get there. I can't give it away yet right don't give it away mm-hmm. Sophia Bush as Grace Andrews mm-hmm. she's gone on to be in a lot of Chicago TV stuff which mm-hmm. I don't even know what it is Chicago PD Chicago Med Chicago Justice Chicago something else yeah she's doing she's a lot in, she's in One Tree Hill she mm-hmm. was in some movies she did John Tucker Must Die and Stay Alive which is this weird video game movie horror movie Zachary Knighton as Jim Halsey they're keeping the names which is surprising. Mm-hmm. He's in Magnum P.I. He's also in Santa Clarita Diet. Mm-hmm. He was in a little bit of Always Sunny. He was in that flash forward. He was in the movie, the horror film Cherry Falls, which one day Alex, Christina, and I might get to if we return to our 90 slashes that we were tying up. Ooh, yes. And I Neil, liked our 90 slashers. Yeah. That was yeah, a good one. Me too. Neil McDonough as Lieutenant Estridge. He's, keeping the names. I did not look him up, but he's so familiar. I feel like all of them, I thought like, all of them, I was like, God, they all looked so familiar until yeah, he's I definitely them up. he's a face everybody will know from something I think. yeah yeah but you won't be able to put your finger right yeah he was in minority report he's in the first captain america film he was in suits mm. for a little bit mm. legends of tomorrow and arrow legend of chun lee i know him i mean i know him from all of them but i really the one thing i like him in is band of brothers uh, which is one of my favorite tv shows mm, I haven't um, seen he was that. great in that yeah this movie had a budget of 10 million dollars and Whoa. that was really the standard for platinum dunes movies they were 20 million and under, which I do agree is, I think, is a, is a sweet spot for horror films. Mm. Um, now, bear in mind, 10 million again budget, not with marketing. It was probably 25 or something with marketing. Mm. The movie ended up making 25 worldwide. 
Mm. So this was Platinum Dunes first sort of stumble, really. Not abysmal, but certainly didn't do great. And uh, there's honestly not much to say about it. It's just like, you know, when we left off last week, we were obviously in 2004, I think it was, mm. when High Women came out. The year before that, Hitcher 2 had come out. It wasn't long after that. It was literally like in April 18th, 2005, Michael Bay with Platinum Dunes announced they had bought the rights and were remaking the Hitcher. Obviously, after the Hitcher 2 didn't make any money, those rights probably were just like, yeah, anybody just take this. Who the fuck wants this movie? And Michael Bay snapped it up. And his quote was, in as much of a Michael Bay like way he could possibly say this, I loved it as a kid and we can add some cool twists and turn it into a rocking film. <laughs> Sounds How like Bay. eloquent. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I just wanted to remake it. I mean, in all the stuff, there was actually, you can only get the Blu-ray of this, by the way, from Germany. So I imported it and there's actually about like an hour of extras. There's some deleted scenes, which are really weird. We'll get to that. But in all the making ofs, I was waiting for them to mention the original. I was waiting for them to say, why are we doing this other than just money or Michael Bay doesn't give a fuck? They only mention anything from the original once in all the making of stuff. And they mention Rutger once. And that was purely to say Sean Bean's at a similar place that Rutger was when he did the original. That's it. Other than that, they, no one acknowledges. I'm not even convinced the cast wow. knows that there was an original. <laughs> no, <laughs> they would have had to have watched it. Everybody, yeah. There's like a reason why they're not mentioning it in the making of. You would hope they didn't so, want to but it's really weird. It with yeah, it they're definitely something. trying to make it seem like this is an original thing. Like that's Maybe. how they're trying to put it across to the public. You know, They don't want you to really think about the fact that this is based on a classic you know, midnight movie. And maybe mm. because they did the Hitcher 2 and then that other, you know, That's true. Hitcher 1. Yeah. And they yeah. were both so bad. Yeah. But they're still called the Hitcher, which is, you know, interesting. You could have changed titles, but... So they clearly yeah. want to get, you know, the old fans. Um, mm-hmm. But horror fans, they don't, they don't tend to like fairly or unfairly. They don't tend to embrace remakes, so... Mm. Anyway, mm. we're going to open up on a fairly fervent desert. There's a wrecked, burnt-out... I think CGI car in the foreground and then a CGI rabbit. This film in the opening yeah. section mm-hmm. really likes killing CGI animals. Yeah. <laughs> really strange. Yeah, it gets run over. And I've got to say, that was the biggest jump I got from the film was like feeling pain for this rabbit just getting decimated mm-hmm. by a car. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we've got this hot guy, Jim Halsey, much more of a traditional jock in this one, I feel. It's like a rocker jock, I guess. Like he's not like a football jock necessarily. He looked like kind, of kind of goofy to me, honestly. Like I didn't really peg him as like a jock right away. He had kind of like, he had kind of a doofus vibe, you know? I didn't feel like it was a jockey. I felt like it was just kind of like of that time of like Blink-182, you know? Yeah. A little bro-y, but not super, super jockey. Yeah. It was just kind of that time like flip-flops and schwartz and and the weird little sub goatee yeah. i was yeah. really stoked about the all-american reject song in the in the beginning of the film not gonna lie that really won me over for the for the so beginning. was katie katie was like oh i love this song yeah and i was like yeah this song tells you exactly when this movie was yeah made. Mm-hmm. like he matched that song yeah yeah <gasps> and, and so we're getting she. a little bit more yeah like yeah. she mm-hmm. comes out like both i mean yeah i will say this he's which is typical of Michael Bay, I guess. Like, he feels like, I think you're right, he could have been normally cast in the goofier role in stuff. And here he's playing it more as a sort of handsome straight guy, which he's not mm-hmm. a traditional handsome straight guy. And in the original Jim Halsey was, he kind of looked a bit punk, but that was punk from yeah. 80s punk. I guess yeah, this 80s is 80s punk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this era punk, which is bubblegum pop, really. It's not real punk, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. 
and <laughs> you live with it heaven you're gonna live with it <laughs> it um, did remind me it did remind me of like my teenage years and it was kind of fun did not remind me aspect. i mean the music did but the situation did not <laughs> and then yeah she well, walks the up and she's and stuff outfits in the music typical michael bay like she is ridiculous oh my god it, it reminded me so much of transformers like yeah, both of them the remind, like he yeah yeah their outfits like megan fox wore that for sure i think like the weird like oh, really? low-cut henley top like mm-hmm. i think every like michael bay girl has to wear that at least in yeah. one scene short short jeans and he kind of reminded me of like a shia labeouf character is yeah, completely. I think that's completely good. And Shia right. LaBeouf, mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the good things about the first Transformers of Shia LaBeouf was, yeah, he's kind of the goofy kid, but he's also handsome and yeah. but not in the traditional way. Charming. It's he's interesting. Charming, yeah. So it's uh, yeah. total Michael Bay taste in But that's the, the key two thing I'm going to be cast. missing here is charm. Like this kid for me is not charming, like immediately. And it's kind of dumb. Yeah. Okay, so like we're getting a little bit more set up than the original one. Again, we're adding a new character. Like this one, he's got to have a girlfriend there because. Otherwise, Michael Bay will get sad <laughs> if we can't keep luring over a girl. And they're going, yeah, he's picking her up from school mm-hmm. and they're going to drive. We're going to learn later to spring break and he's going to meet her female friends for the first time and they're all going to love him. They're going to love him. What, how Lake you? Havasu. I know. I was actually, I, they said that I used to have friends who'd always go to Lake Havasu yeah, for like me spring too. break and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is, okay, I can tell you the thing that's mind-boggling to me is they're deciding not to throw you straight into it. We're going to have this little bit of a time. Let's get to know the characters. You know what? And I'm fine with that. It's like, sure. One of the things I like about the original is we go straight into it, but I'm fine with let's learn characters. Let's do that. Yeah. We learn three things. And so they're driving. There's so much opportunity to tell us a little bit about who they are, about their past, about any emotional struggles they have that we could play into later to create tension, anything. We learn she she's has to sexy pee a lot. because she changes like in the front of the <laughs> she car. Has to pee a lot. Mm-hmm. We learn she has to pee a lot, which, by the way, never comes back again. Like, <laughs> like, what even's the point of that? Oh, she's a woman, so she has to pee a lot. It's fucking stupid. And yeah, we learn that they're going to spring break. That's all the information that we learn in this time that could be character building. What school did they even go from? Like, I feel like we didn't even find out where they were coming from. College? No, like, no, he picked anything. her up at her college dorm. It seemed like. Oh, we find out about his dad later on. His dad? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to find a little bit out later. But like, and this is perfect. I this forget. is time to like give us information. And this is going to be, this is a real Platinum Dunes thing, but I'm going to get to it later. Um, so the, she goes to pee and he finds a quarter. Is that right? A penny, like a lucky penny or something. Or yeah. Some Does that ever coin. come back? Is that useful in anything? Nope. What the, <laughs> why do you write that in? Surely that's used to like break him out of a lock or something like later. Like why would you... It's was so it a lucky? Weird. Was it a lucky penny? Was it on heads or tails? Like what was the significance? So I do yeah, not. Know. But yeah, obviously he did not have that much luck. So, so oh. you know, maybe oh, I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe it was trying to foreshadow things in a final destination kind of way. I don't mm. know. It's fucking weird. Jeez. We're gonna get a big old CGI dragonfly get splattered by the car because mm. we hate all animals apparently in the beginning of this movie. And then they're going to head into New Mexico, which is shot with real menace. Like the sign for you entering New Mexico is as if someone thinks it's like the racist version of you entering Mexico. <laughs> and it's all like beaten up with bullet holes and there's thunderstorm in the distance <laughs> and stuff. It's like I've heard New Mexico is really lovely. So that was confusing. <laughs> yes. And New Mexico is not even Mexico. <laughs> New Mexico is lovely. Yeah. 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 It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love it. She's reading a magazine. Remember those? Oh my god, yeah. That She's really, taking really the cool. quiz about like her yeah, boyfriend. boyfriend. Your boyfriend. I don't know if you're too young for that. 
no, no we not. had oh, like 17 or like the teen mm-hmm. beat or tiger beat yeah i remember those were so mm-hmm. like if my mom let me get one from the grocery store it was such a special day same my mom was such like no you don't need day. to read that but i was like i want a magazine <laughs> so you yeah. can judge you can judge and rate your boyfriend basically she used and to leave cosmo like the cosmopolitan in vogue and like mm. those kinds of magazines in the bathroom so i take a really long time whenever i went to the bathroom because i got to read my mom's like sexy beauty magazines <laughs> I want to know how many friendships and relationships broke up because of those fucking tests and those magazines. All of them. Now it would all be, now she'd have to be on her phone, wouldn't she? Just like doing a test on her phone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that's it. That's all the character building we're going to get. She's got girlfriends. She's hot. She likes to pee. We don't learn anything about him, by the way. Nothing <laughs> at all in this opening stretch. And then they're going to nearly run into a hitcher in the rain. And she's immediately going to start freaking out. She wants to leave. He wants to help the guy out. But then the engine she's won't smart. start. She's the yeah. smart one. She is the smart one. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, well, I guess, do you? Like, it's pouring down with rain. There's someone whose car's broken down. Because in the no. original one, the hitch is just standing there, right? We don't see a car. So it is more weird in the original one. No, in there was one, a car in the original one. Was there a car? Yeah, it was just blinking off to this side there. I feel like there was okay. a car in the original one. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's only been two weeks or whatever. <laughs> Who knows? But it did like bring me back. Like that's when I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, it did bring you right back to the opening of Hitcher and the same feel and the same colors and I don't know, energy. So that was kind of cool. That felt like a shot for shot almost. Like mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. very identical. Well, other than, yeah, like he's, he's trying to start the car. He can't get it to start. The Hitcher walks over and then it starts just before he gets there. So they speed off at her behest basically i think look i think we can all agree this is you know because they have money not Mm -hmm. loads but they have decent money and michael bay knows how to get technicians on board you know so again this is a dp who's done loads of music videos and a director who's done loads of music videos they can make visuals just Mm -hmm. in a technical sense i'm going to argue they can't make ideas like there's absolutely no idea on how to do pacing in shots here or editing with shots like it's so there's no tension for me that builds at any point in this movie but just on a freeze frame, if you just like pause it, it looks, you know, pretty. Yeah. It's nice imagery, nicely lit. I mean, honestly, in comparison to the last two <laughs> movies we watched, this seems like they know so much more about what they're doing than the last two mm-hmm. sets of crews. And also like even at this point, like whether or not you like the two main characters, their acting is so much better like, i mean even at this point it's so much better than the last two sets of actors for those last two movies i'm already like wow like they're already doing a better job and also it's like no matter how you feel to i mean i'm engaged like no matter how mm-hmm. i kind of like feel opinion wise at this point i'm having an okay time like they it is a very engaging film still and the pacing feels a little fast and kind of off and it does feel a bit vapid still but i'm still like i'm with them and the characters i don't necessarily like i don't hate them right away i believe them at this point yeah. already yeah i'm not in any way gonna argue that any of the previous last two weeks films had better acting like there's no way i'm gonna (laughs) argue that they have better acting but i am gonna and this is the thing i'm honestly so fascinated and i've spent since 2005 so fascinated with platinum dooms output and if you go back listen to my friday 13th podcast the people listening or our nightmare on elm street one we'll talk about it quite a lot but we'll get to it later my feelings on platinum dooms but there's something 
there are different forms of good acting. And there's something that Michael Bay does when he's producing a movie that creates this illusion of a good or great film because of technical competency you know mm. because everything is made by technicians who sure know how to light something and know how to frame something but without any real creativity and certainly not in the editing room or without any real vision but just know how to assemble these sort of technical aspects and then to draft in people who really are like just mediocre decent tv acting which is at a standard that yeah is, is higher than the films we were watching the last two episodes for sure but for me with a platinum dunes film it's bewildering because it always lacks any soul. Soul is just like devoid from yeah. Michael Bay projects that he produces. And I don't understand how they do it again and again because I have to go back and go like, surely I love that movie. And every time I watch it, I'm just like, I feel nothing when I'm watching this film. And it comes down to, yeah, these plastic looking people who are like toy figures, basically, with yeah, editing that doesn't sort of understand pacing, music choices that are kind of just cool for the time, but don't actually do anything. Which is fine if you're having fun, but I'm just not having fun with these people. Like, again, I didn't learn anything about them. I'm not personally like, I am kind of hating them But are you having more fun than the last two movies at this no, point? No, but this is what I mean. I don't know because I can have a lot more fun watching a much worse put together movie because they cared and they were having fun while making it. No, but they the didn't care. the last two care. movies in particular. No, exactly. Exactly. No, I'm not going to disagree. Look, obviously this is a better movie than the last two movies. It um, makes me I, a lot I could less definitely angry argue that than the last could have two movies. Fun with the last two movies, but we'll with get, the we'll... last two movies, at this point, I was just like, "What the hell?" I was mad. Is like, happening? Yeah, yeah. There were directing decisions though in High Women and points. There were much worse things as well, but there were like things that I preferred in High Women for sure than this. But there are things in this that I much prefer as well. But yeah, anyway, I'm just saying like, yeah, I'm struggling with these two because I immediately just feel this is that Michael Bay early night noughties you know, sort of just like mm-hmm. plastic, handsome, pretty people and no one's saying anything interesting and it really kind of frustrates me. Anyway, so they, they yeah, they drive off and we're going to get a full shot of Sean Bean's face like straight away, standing there in the rain, looking all disappointed. There's a semis pulling up behind him and then we're going to learn that these kids have got no flip phone service. I love that they're on flip phones still at this mm-hmm. point. Dude. really sets yeah, the like age. And he's feeling bad for leaving the hitcher behind, but she really, she feels a little bad, but also it's like it was the right thing to do. And they pull in at a gas station. <laughs> and this again, this is such a Michael Bay trope. It's like, oh, we're in the middle of the desert, so go be fucking hicks running these joints. <laughs> that guy's like, t-shirt tan, though. I know. Oh. Oh. His whole, he was one of my favorite characters this whole film. <laughs> But it's just like cartoonish. I mean, I like if you're the not a pretty, were good though. Like they played it pretty well. This is our. Version it might come of the down to lady. how many of these have you seen? Like it might just come. I've just seen so much of this, and it drives me crazy. When like there is this inbred, and I mean inbred in Michael Bay's brain, like way that he looks at the world. Of like if you're not one of the pretty people in LA and you live out somewhere else, then you're a backwards fucking hick. You know. And every time they talk about this character again in the film, it's always hick is in the word just like that hick like the keeper or whatever at the gas station what did the guy say to he's like i mean my cousin we have donkeys in our backyard like yep it's fucking ridiculous what and then he's literally like looking at donkey. her like, he's looking at her as she that? walks off licking his lips <laughs> it's and then the key to the restroom's a naked doll as well yeah. like it, it's all just so it's very texas chainsaw over the top i like. do have to say though gas stations even in california like the middle of nowhere like <laughs> when I some drive, of them are 
I like that. Dude, when I drove up the five or drove back down recently, I stopped at a gas station. I usually don't. And I walked in and I was kind of like, ooh. Yeah. It's, it's same. hick vibes. Yeah. Like, or not Sometimes, hick vibes. Just. Yeah, it's yeah. it is. Look, yeah. I'm I'm not uh, a woman. I go to a lot of gas stations across America. I've maybe twice seen someone like this person. Because you maybe. only stop at the nice ones, Al. I stop at little weird ones. I drive all you over. stop at the dinosaur ones. No, Al, stop Those at the different. ones like where you have to really go to the bathroom and you're not even on like you're like somewhere deep on the fourteen or the five and it's like eleven PM, you're gonna see this kind of character. I'm yeah. not denying that this exists. I'm gas saying stations. again, that's why I'm saying it depends how much you've watched. It's like I'm not denying this exists. I'm saying this is the only way they ever want to portray anybody who's not pretty and living in LA. And True. it drives me fucking nuts because it's such a cartoonish idea of like this is what outsiders are in the rest of America. And it's like, come on. Come on. Just tone it down a little bit. Like have him eye up the girlfriend or something. You don't have to lick his lips as he's doing it. And the key doesn't have to be a creepy like child rapist fucking little naked doll like it's so over the top he didn't need to oh, talk this about this is the a too. thriller horror movie well so was the original but it was like i believe the world the original was yeah, in. yeah that's true i mean the original i mean honestly it's the original and this is what i mean the horror movies by this point had just become comic book movies but and not mm. in a good way like in a, everything's over the top everything's cartoonish and I can totally have fun with that. I'm totally fine with it. And I'm going to try and judge this film not against the original. I really am. But this is just, these are Michael Bay tropes that make my skin crawl. <laughs> because he wants you, because this is the thing, Michael Bay's in, he wants you to be like, he is the guy looking at the woman going to the restroom, licking his lips. That's him. <laughs> but he's pretending he's the guy with the stealth who's like, hey man, don't look at my lady that way. Like, it's just, it's fucking weird. And then they start talking about the cars that they have. And he's like, yeah, man, it's your car, isn't it? That car it's is a, a real pussy, pussy wagon. wagon. <laughs> the tension between them was really good, though. Like, I felt... <laughs> it made I... me kind of like the boyfriend, though, because he yeah, was really like, too. don't talk. Like, he could have been like, yeah, man, but he was like, uh, don't like, talk about... Like, he like, could... Yeah. yeah, like, he said a lot without saying anything. But that's and what that's, I mean. like, really... That's pretty good, you know, in comparison to the last two films. I mean, I'm just like, this guy should win an Emmy. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. This is how Michael Bay gets these things written. He gets these things written by saying like, oh yeah, I want someone to be like eyeing up the woman and saying like terrible things. But let's make it then the terrible character and then we'll have like, the you know, I can pretend like this is our hero. But but he couldn't survive if there wasn't someone licking their lips because that's what he wants to be doing. And I would have been like, interesting. They're tricking you. I'm they're gonna move us you. away from my. We're going down a Michael Bay spiral, but I think this is a part where Sean Bean arrives to the gas station. He does arrive. Mm-hmm. He does. I do also want to point mm-hmm. out, as Katie told me, I didn't notice this. The lead guy is wearing a Gueros. How do you say that? Gueros t-shirt. Gueros. G u e r o s t-shirt, which is a margarita taco place in Austin, and it's actually the place, weirdly, from Grindhouse, Death Proof, which is also a car sort of slasher road pursuit movie oh. tarantino's movie the girls go to that place in oh. that film and it's very weird because it's from the same year so weird. i don't know what the relevance maybe that's just is, like a nice a nice and odd like oh hey yeah but he wouldn't know about it but it's very strange but anyway huh. it's just a little interesting in it's interesting and again i'm not looked what i have literally written down here is if i hadn't seen the hitcher then i wouldn't hate this it just has all the usual platinum dunes tropes that's mm-hmm. what i wrote down just to be clear, I'm just gonna have to play it because I can feel this is a more fun episode because I can feel you are both being more favorable, so I have to play the less favorable card. Mm-hmm. Because... So yeah, big truck pulls up, the hitcher steps out, 
and they notice each other. He goes to this pay phone, which is an interesting... We presume he's lying, right? Because he seems to be on the phone to someone. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> Smiling all soft That's and gently. That's true. Yeah, who was he talking to? He wasn't talking to anybody. No. I see. Okay. No. And then our lead, they're going to meet up and our lead's going to apologize for not picking him up. And he's like, that's fine. I wouldn't pick me up either. And then he's, yeah, he can't get a tow truck. So he's going to try to get a motel that's just like 20 miles away or whatever. So he's like, sure, I'll give you a ride. And then his girlfriend comes out and I couldn't tell from her first look because from her first look, I couldn't tell if she was like, I'm trepidatious. But it was also a little bit of like, oh, he's handsome. <laughs> like, you know, right? And Sean Bean's like- nature is a lot softer than Rutger Hauer's so far. Yeah. But in a charming way, like in that disarming, like it's, it's mm-hmm. gentle, like... Dignified. You wanted to believe him. Yeah, you want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would be more uh, likely to pick up Sean Bean than Rooker Howard. That's for same. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, she did seem like she still didn't want him to go. That's what I felt like. Why are you putting me in this position? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just driving. They're 12 miles away from Tayton. And then he tells the hitcher that they're heading for spring break. And the hitcher then, she's got like her headphones on in the back so she can't hear. And the hitcher asks him how long he's been fucking her. So we are just going to get this sudden drop, much like in the We original. find out about his family, though. His dad like sells automobiles or cars and stuff. And that's all we, the other tidbit of information we get about this character. Which also, by the way, doesn't help with anything. No. <laughs> like in that that information and knowledge never helps. Yeah. And then he's going to spot a wedding ring on the hitcher's finger. And he's like, well, well, how long have you been fucking your wife? And he's like, I don't have a wife. He said, what's with the wedding ring? He said, it helps strangers think I'm trustworthy. trustworthy. So good. Which, no, it's decent. Again, it's not, I don't feel it like I did in that original when you get the drop with Rutger Hauer. But this is one of the better written exchanges, I feel. Mm -hmm. And then he just takes the phone and just breaks it in front of him. Which, by the way, you couldn't do that now. But flip phones, you could totally just like break them so easily. You try and break an iPhone now, it's fucking tough. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to pull out the switchblade, just like in the first one. Which, by the way, they're kind of calm about this. Like, they don't freak out as much as I would if someone... He's playing with phone. it. He's, like, flipping it in and out for a little a little while. Which, no, you're right. Yeah. yeah, I would be freaking the fuck out or something. They're very much like, hey, it's fine. It's cool, man. Don't worry. It's cool. Well, what are you doing? Everything's fine. It's like, I'll be like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> he's got blood on his fucking knife. Like... And then she goes, she gets her phone out to ring 911, but he grabs her. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get the line straight away at the beginning, but it's done in this, it's just a very rushed way. Is this sort of scuffling in the car? And he says, I want you to stop me. And then mm-hmm. he tries to get him again to do the line, I want to die, say, I want to die. And, I want and to we didn't her. get that the last in the original, that I want you to stop me. Because, I mean, I think we discussed like in depth about how like the whole journey between Hitcher and Jim was like Jim trying to like stop him like the no, suicide they didn't have that no, line. No, we do we do get that. Yeah. It's Did very we have important that one? I thought... Yeah, it's very important. We yeah. definitely get it. Definitely in get the... it. And it's given mm-hmm. but it's given in a lot more uh, pathos, you know, like Rick how it gives it with real like oh he's tormented and sad, you know. It's that's why I don't know why. It. That's why I feel like this was like new. Oh, I see. Honestly, like it could have been so bad having the some of the same lines and the same shots and having to like actually redo some of it exactly, but it's not too bad. It's totally bearable. And no, it's not the same as the last one, but but it, it could have really been job, bad. Yeah. Sean Bean is Does like, say, could you off. both such big lovers of Rutger Hauer last time? Oh, I like, still is this... love him more. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, does this just speak really about the last two weeks films have sort of yes. lowered your expectations so much? Uh, if yes. we watch this directly uh, after yes, the original. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Maybe we should have watched this directly after the original to really get a good 
sense how disappointed of you could be comparing i was really nervous for this week i after like the last two weeks i was, I was like too. i was like i can't but then i heard the you know all american reject song and hope went up you're gonna be you're gonna be a level at least with a michael bay film you know that's the thing <sighs> there's gonna be competency here but it, the problem is it means something for, i mean look we can talk about the delivery i personally think sean bean's fine look i'll say it right now i think sean bean is the best thing in this movie mm-hmm but I also think like he's legions behind Rutger like like so far yeah, he's just playing not, a bad guy. It's not the same. No, he's and just he playing a bad guy. And he can't play it exactly like Rutger Hauer too, so it's like. But he finds mm. nowhere genuine for me. But still, I think he's the best thing. Like here, everything means something different here. Like he's threatening the guy's girlfriend, and he's like, "I'm going to kill her." Unless you say that you want to die. And that's a completely different thing. And even I want you to being stop this one-on-one thing. Saying it to the girlfriend is taken in a completely different context. Like the line, I feel like, loses weight. Well, and they split it all. That's the problem. Exactly the problem. Because, yeah, like it's Michael Bay's idea was like, oh, we can have a woman as the lead now. And she is, but also the Hitch's attention is split between these two characters. And that's a real problem. Because the beauty of the original was, no, it's a one-on-one thing. Like it is this war of attrition between these two characters as they learn from each other and push each other. And here it's like, I don't know really who I'm meant to be rooting for with these two. And it's just a bit messy. But yeah, they're going to close in on the hotel. (laughs) Jim does, you could say he does good acting in places. I'm not going to agree with you necessarily. He does some really bad acting in places for sure. Like the bit where he's like, I don't want to (laughs) die. And then starts kicking him is quite embarrassing and they just keep kicking him until he falls out of the car it feels a bit silly to me like it's not like babe open the car open the car but compared to the first one which was so slick of like the hitcher falling out and this was just like uh seeing that red light on the door still being open and just the sudden sort of like scream of i don't want to die and pushing him out whereas in this one it's like (laughs) yeah get out my car and then they spend five minutes trying to push him out and you're like this is just makes both sides feel weak. It doesn't feel like a chess game. It feels like people just sort of slapping each other over and over again. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing, like, and this is the Platinum Dunes thing and the Michael Bay thing. They're not interested in the characters. Like, again, we didn't get character building earlier. They pushed them out of the car. Here's your chance. Let's, like, you, this is a traumatic experience. You know, if you just went through that and then you fucking push this guy out, he's trying to kill both of you and done some really, like, terrifying things, you're going to talk about it. <laughs> No, yeah, you're not going to go to sleep. Like, she went to sleep. Like, I would not be able to go to sleep after that. I wish they, like, laughed or something. There was something really great about Jim in the original when he just had that, like, really wild, like... He laughed, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's, like, an erraticness. Yeah, I feel like Which you also get because he's on his own. And if you're going to add an extra character, the only benefit in this story you have from adding an extra character is we can get inside people's heads more because you have someone for them to talk to but we don't get inside their heads at all because the writers and the producers here are not interested in anybody talking at any point and communicating or showing that they have any character or have any trauma from anything. So like, how can I feel tension when they seem to not really care about what's happening, you know? Yeah, and she just goes to sleep and you're like, that's unfathomable. Yeah, no way. I would not go to sleep. Fuck that. Fuck no. And we get a little weird dream sequence where he pulls over at a hotel and then the hitcher smashes through his window and then he wakes up and realizes, no, he's actually pulled off in the desert and they're having a little nap, which also you would not fucking do. <laughs> no, what's the kind of dumb shit is that? Also, yeah. you know, like she should pick up the slag. Why doesn't she drive for a little bit if you guys are, I don't know. Yeah, I fucking drive my fucking ass to like Havasu. There's yeah, such a lack of stop. logic. There is, there really is. That in, uh. I feel like the original hitcher, there was much less of like, it made more sense. Like the choices Jim made. Yes. 
And we're going to get, uh, just on a technical level, by the way, it's kind of weird because you can say again, like, what's one of the first rules you learn as actors, which I don't know if people, if they're not actors, know about, but it's do the same thing every time you do a take, right? Every time you change shot and set up, do the same thing so it works in the edit. Yeah. That's like one of the most basic rules that every actor learns mm-hmm. and it's always appreciated from a director when you can see you don't have to tell an actor to do the same thing and they just know okay i have to like move my arms at roughly the same time in this sentence and do this at roughly the same time so it all works in the in the edit she's gonna like keep fucking with that for (laughs) this movie like they're on this wide here she's looking out into the mountains and presumably thinking about things but again we're not gonna get a conversation to prove that she thinks about anything she's got like her arms crossed in all the mid shots and whenever we go to a wide shot, it's not even remotely similar. She's literally got her hands tucked into her butt pockets in the back of her shorts. I didn't shorts. notice all of that. There's loads of little things like that for this film, which to me is just like red flagging. These actors are not. They're not even thinking about that stuff. And the director isn't even thinking about that yeah, stuff. Yeah, usually, the, what is it, the, the person that does the script... Yeah, the script mm-hmm. to you. Yeah, you? the script to you will come up to you and be like, you got to make sure that you're like doing Stop the same thing. holding your yeah. butt. Yeah. <laughs> fucking fold your arms. You picked it up with your right hand, not your left hand, like that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Someone so. needs to be paying attention. And it's very, it's weird that there's mm-hmm. a lot of little things throughout this movie. But yeah, he goes over to talk to her, but she just wants to take a moment, which really is because the writers are not interested in coming up with what they would say to each other. And then a family car passes by. Wait, but they have this like romantic moment. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so like, I wouldn't feel romantic at this it's time. It's forced. It feels very Well, okay, forced. so when you watch the making of, it's brilliant because the director and everyone are so excited because, like, this movie's, like, perfect because it's, like, a date movie as well as a horror movie because you're going to go for tense moments into, like, romantic moment into tense moment into romantic moment and it's, like, this sort of roller coaster between the male and the female side, essentially. <laughs> like, I don't feel any romance at all and mm-hmm. I don't feel any tension, to be honest. They don't have a lot of chemistry. No. Anyway. We're going to get now a real blow by blow. Like a family car passes. We've got a wagon car, little girl and boy in the back. And she just like turns them as a driver. She's like, you ever think about having kids? Yeah, I know. That was so It was weird. so weird. After you guys just almost died. Like, I mean, sometimes in moments of like fear and tragedy. No, but like, it didn't I'd... feel like that. It, it didn't feel no, like yeah, that. No, yeah, it didn't. It felt very like just Valley Girl, sort of like that's the first time she's ever considered it and it just sort of came out. Wasn't it the, so the same kind of stuffed animal? Like, wasn't there also like a green frog type animal in the original or was it like, I think it was the same stuffed animal that he had in the window. It might be. Yeah, it might be. I mean, they're really going for it. It's almost the, exactly the same. Yeah. And then the cuddly comes down and the hitch is there in the backseat of this family car. They make the mistake here, again, just for one shot, it's not even useful in any way, but they put the camera inside the family car at one point, which is a real mistake. Like, you have to stay from the viewpoint of... We had it inside the family car in the original, though, too. I'd have to go back and watch. Because he he had a scene of him kissing the little girl on the head. That's true. That's true. But then if you do go inside, then you have to do something like that, then it's intimate that draws us into, Mm. you know, his creepiness and the danger. And instead, it's just him, like, just still waving. It's like, well, we we had that from the other yeah. perspective and it was creepier from the other perspective <laughs> and again like okay you think of the original what happens in the original is like jim halsey sees this he has no one to talk to and he immediately pulls up next to the car and starts shouting at them and mm-hmm. the inference from directing and acting and trusting your audience to be smart enough is oh he saw that and thought i need to warn the family like it's pretty simple logic to follow in cinema you know that's why he pulled up next to him it's not confusing here they don't trust us at all so they actually have to write in the guy saying shit we have to warn the family 
before he mm. then like pulls around. And these are the little things for me that just show like you don't know. And I mean, just his delivery is bad with it as well. But it's just like, this, none of this is necessary. You're not trusting your audience at all. But yeah, they try to want a family. They swerve to avoid a truck. And then, I mean, pretty spectacular. They fucking fly. Yeah. Off this road. And I don't know if you noticed this, but Katie, who was watching this, was infuriated more than anything by one thing throughout this film. There are a lot of car crashes in this movie. Some of them are great. Some great car crashes. Mm -hmm. Nobody in our leads is ever wearing a fucking seatbelt and yeah. they're fine oh, every time. I, I thought that too. I was like, there was no way that she could like, the way she was talking to those that family, like leaning out the window like that and, and no, she wasn't wearing a seatbelt and then that crash, that was insane. She would have gotten like, hereditary real fast. Like They would have hit their head. They would have been bloody. Like there oh, was like nothing. It was so crazy. And especially in a classic mm, car like that, sense. it crumpled like tinfoil. Yeah. Yes. It's insane. And yeah, this is what you feel the Michael Bay Transformers, like action-y, like want to see some flying cars. At least I have to say belt. after this scene, though, it's like they skipped a lot of linear. Lin- linear. What happened in Hitcher? Sorry, I was trying to say linear in a different verbiage. Anyways, but like it was the mirror shot of Jim and the original girl. What was her name? Nancy? Nash. Nash, yeah. Jim and the original girl like walking after the bus in like the original film. But yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like now they're starting to, like, remix a little bit more than just, yeah, like, shot shot. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. Anyway. Well, mm-hmm. the car's dead. So, yeah, this is where they are going to mix it up because they're going to get out. We're going to get our first Michael Bay upskirt, which is very important. Put a woman in a dress. you got to <gasps> put the camera low at some point. Um, and even more unfathomable, maybe, I don't know, equally unfathomable, the family car doesn't even stop. If you're a family <laughs> car and someone pulls up next to you screaming at you and then you watch them flip off the fucking road, you don't go, probably keep driving. Doesn't concern us at all. And they were like Christian too, right? There was like God stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, they were like the like a sermon was playing when they went to go check out the bodies. <laughs> Jeez. Which, if you just even as they watch it pull away, just show the car wiggle a little bit. So the inference is the hitcher is like then taken over the car at that point or something, you know? Like just show something to show something's happening in there for why they wouldn't stop because otherwise it's just stupid. But these two start walking through the desert. They come across the family wagon off the road. This is going to be almost shot for shot from the original. We do get to see some blood this time. But again, for the torture porn era, this is very restrained. Mm -hmm. Really restrained. But I still, I wish that it was just so well done in the first one. Of just like him looking into the car and like throwing up. Like that was such like a human reaction. And I feel like our main guy for seeing such carnage he had a very mild reaction yeah, oh, yeah. don't stay over there you don't want to see this thing <laughs> yeah. no don't and they keep and looking was, it was a little weird i yeah. do have to say i wasn't really like, sold on that one yeah what was nice think? about like our old school gym is that his fear was so like visceral when he was scared like he was really really scared but with this guy it's like Michael Bay is trying to be like, ooh, he's a grizzled, tough man. But like this shaggy looking yeah, motherfucker is not grizzled. There's a lot of inverted commas protecting women. Yeah. Like in this. Like there's a bit, we didn't mention it earlier, but when the hitcher first says, oh, you could, that's a good looking woman back there. And the lead guy says, thanks. It's like, what? It's just, oh, it really Ox. is speaking of the time. It's like, thanks. Yeah. I made her pretty. <laughs> Yeah, this scene, I've got to say, like, this scene is, this is bad acting from the two of them. How they react to this car and everything is not great. And then they're going to find the father is still alive. 
So they clear out the back, chuck oh, him in. Hectic. There's a book which they cut to twice. They did it once in the background, which is the book that the kids presumably had, which says, will I go to heaven? And then they have to focus on it at the end for like yeah, a minute. Yeah, so obvious. <laughs> Wait, what happened to the other dead bodies? Did they just dump them and was like, all right, time to go? No, I think they got the kids they just in the back there. seat. Yeah. <laughs> just They're there all there. <laughs> She's driving next to the dead wife, and then we get this phenomenal. This is okay. This is verbatim what the script is. As the, her boyfriend's in the back, and he thinks maybe the wife's okay. He's like, "Is she okay?" Her replies, "No, she's not okay." Are you sure she's not okay? No, she's not okay. Yeah, <laughs> That's we're, we're, the verbatim script. Brilliance, beauty, grace. And then the hitcher rearrives, rams them, and pulls off road just like in the original. So they pull into a diner. And we've got the opportunity here because they're going to converse with a waitress. I thought her name tag would say Nash, but no, it says Beth, which is kind of, I was like, why not just nod to the original? And she's going to ring up for the sheriff as the girl goes to the bathroom to get towels. And then she sees that the hitch has turned up through the window. So she's like, hiding in there. The father who was alive in the back of the wagon just spits blood all over her lead and then dies. Jeez. Which again, is like, no, well, then why was he alive even to begin with? Like, they mm. would just still, just have them steal the wagon and go to the diner. Like, um. But then all the cops turn up and I don't understand why. I'm not, in the original, I get this feeling like Rutger Howard is playing and framing them and, you know, doing all this stuff. In this one, I don't really get it, but the cops uh, are immediately, like, arrested. I feel like what happened was she goes in there, calls the police, she goes to the bathroom, the hitcher comes in, tells the waitress that she actually did all this shit or whatever. And so then the waitress calls the cops and tells them, and then... But she just told the waitress to call the cops. Like I know, but maybe I she, mean, like he framed her while she was in the bathroom. I, well, and who are you going to believe between Sean Bean and a, like a 21-year-old college girl? Like it's. I'm just trying to, you know, roll with the punches here, okay, Al? <laughs> God. When these two sheriffs turn up... <laughs> and I'm they, trying they to convince myself to finish the goddamn movie, okay? <laughs> Look, I don't want to diffuse your fun. I like that you're both enjoying this more than I am, but I've got to, I've got to keep puncturing it. They both get arrested. She goes into interrogation. The boy gets put into prison, and his idea of acting in this scene is: the harder I push my face against the bars, the better an actor I am. That's basically he is like it's painful watching. I don't know what he's. I don't know if he's trying to get through the bars. But he's just he just wants to so feel them, you know. He's trying to, I don't know, ground himself in. But he, I don't he looks know. Mental, like I would not trust him because he's like, no, just be calm and just you're not guilty. You didn't do anything. You're a victim. And instead, he looks insane. <laughs> but yeah, she's been interrogated, and this happened so fucking quick. Like there was some time before, wasn't it? Jim like falls asleep, and then he gets has this weird dream, and then he hears gunshots in the dream that are like edited into the knocking on his window from the hitcher. And then he wakes up and the police station's decimated. And this one, she's in interrogation. The cop leaves the room and then it's done. And we see the hitcher like behind the one-way glass drawing in blood her face on top of her face. Which is a nice touch. It's cool. But like they're really so proud of it. They like refocus on it like three times. And then she wanders out of the room and follows the dog just like the first one. Yep. We're going to get the dog eating the person. Wild film. She takes the gun. I mean, this is really like exactly the same other than, yeah, the boy's in jail. And this is the weird thing. So the hitcher goes down to the kid. We get more of the same dialogue where it's like, why are you doing this? And he says, you're a smart kid. You figure it out. This is not a smart kid. No. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. He's not going to figure any of this out. And again, Rutger Howe, when he said that line, I may not understand it. I get why some people could be frustrated with the lack of motive or apparent motive in the original. But I believe that Rutger Howe knows. 
Mm-hmm. I don't believe that Sean Bean knows why he's doing this. Mm. Really. There's less I think conviction. He's doing it it's written in the script, you know. Mm-hmm. The hitcher, though, leaves the kid as the girlfriend turns up and he doesn't tell her that the hitcher's like in the same room as them. Yeah. It's really weird. Was he doesn't he go, by the way. scared that sh- he was going to pop up and kill them if he said something? Well, if. I, mean, I don't know. It's I don't fucking know. weird. Anyway, she frees him. And, and I think that's, I mean, is this the same location? Because it looks identical as they leave the police station and go up those yeah, hills, the rocks. Mm-hmm. It looks so, it, it, they it probably looks exactly the same. Did. It might have been. I would not be surprised for sure. Yeah, it looks crazy. <laughs> they do the thing that people were really into at that point where, you know, when you do like the camera mounted to the person as they're running. And it's looking back at their face and we get his face as he's running for a minute with the camera. Like, I also Brandon said, he's like, was this like during the time where they maybe first introduced GoPros? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Stop. It's so fun. One of the first movies to do it, I think was Pi, where it's did it a lot, but it's like a proper mount you have to do. And they shot this on 35 from the making of, it looks like all 35. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fucking funny. Anyway, she says we need to go back to the cops and then blames him for everything. And then a car just falls out of space. <laughs> did the hitcher do that or did he not do that? I did not. I don't get like what the, I'm kind of really lost take. at this point in the movie. Not going to lie. <laughs> it would take so much rigging. Like that's a lot of effort for nothing because he's not trying to kill them. So it's like, why even do that? That's totally something where you've written it and someone, one of the producers looks at it and goes, no, you have to have an action beat every five pages. And we haven't because the police the station, we didn't see the murders happening. So that's not technically an action you know, beat. So they're like, okay, we'll just throw a car crashing. <laughs> and now we're going to meet the lieutenant. This is, uh, what's it called? Estridge dude mm-hmm. who turns up. Again, I can like this actor in the right roles. He is hilarious in this role. I love it. <laughs> so fucking funny. He's just gritting his teeth the whole time. And he looks like every sentence he would say would just be like, my God. Like, Stop. <laughs> that looks like all he ever wants to say to everything. My God. My God. <laughs> And he notices the blood drawn on the wrong side of the one-way glass and gets so excited. <laughs> he gets so excited. He's like, get me a chopper. We got I a third this. suspect. I hate this too, actually. Reliving this is really horrible. It was fun the first time. I'm and cringing now right it again. now. Yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. Uh, um, which again, it's like, if it's going to go funny, then just go funny. The kids get to a derelict sort of camper van area. And I swear to God, the hitcher approaches here with a shotgun, but later on he's going to have a tactical scoped fucking, like, rifle. But whatever. It's the hitcher. And they hide in a shed full of spiders and scorpions. I got to say, I'm more worried about this spider than anything else. Spiders and scorpions. I'm telling you, Christina, I don't know if you know it, but if you leave the safety of beautiful people in LA, it's just leching hicks, terrible sheriffs, spiders and scorpions, the world's going to get you. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Gotta be careful out there. Yeah, this spider by her face, like, honestly, I'd respect for her in this scene. I was like, that's... I would never do that if... I'm not going to lie. If it's like a director says, like, we're going to put this spider right by your face, I'm going to be like, I I do not think I can. I hate spiders. You do it. You say I do it? Yeah, you do it. We'll find out. Mm -hmm. Heaven, I got a new project for you. We'll talk about (laughs) it later. The sheriff laughs. This is brilliant. I love as the sheriff... Sorry, the lieutenant. As he, like, figures this stuff out, and he's like... (laughs) They're college students. <laughs> they didn't do it. <laughs> You're like, <sighs> duh. <"What?" laughs> oh, why am I dying now? <laughs> because we're gonna... realizing our eyes are being opened. Don't let me poison your thoughts. You enjoy the movie if you want to enjoy the movie. Like, this stuff is hilarious, though. Like, he is 
every time he's on screen i'm laughing and then yeah a cop car arrives where the kids are don't know how by the way just turns up and he gives her the gun and he says like he's gonna go and talk to this cop but then the cop like jumps on him and uh she then holds the cop hostage we're gonna get i guess the their version of the scene where nash comes out of the bus and yeah holds the cop hostage and all that stuff and then the hitcher takes the cop out with a tactical scope fucking rifle <laughs> and another cop just happens to turn up at that exact second and thinks that she killed this cop and then the lieutenant we cut to the lieutenant and he looks amazed again like he just wants to say my god i was wrong college kids can kill people yikes so they drive off in a cop car and this is where we're gonna get the cool that cool chase okay so that cool chase in the first film beautiful stuff with the cop cars and they did the flips mm-hmm. and stuff we get that great reveal after the flips of the chopper where they're driving where jim's driving again it seems quiet and then suddenly you hear this like drone and then a chopper just appears they're Shout gonna out recreate to that too. scene <laughs> yeah arguably too many planes <laughs> okay this for me is the perfect example if you're studying film mm-hmm. watch the original hitcher watch how they orchestrate the tension and the space and the time to breathe in that scene we get the action scenes we could dissect them separately but forget about it mm-hmm. that ends and then jim's driving and then this long shot and then this building drone and it's suddenly the chopper up in front of him and it's a fucking great reveal it's a great shot the tension is built and we don't know what's going to happen next this film <laughs> Not only do they completely blunder the exact same shot by giving you none of that, no tension, no time, no drone. It's just like, here's a shot of a car. Oh, there's a chopper. And it's just typical Michael Bay action. Like that's how it's dealt with. It's just action. Stuff's happening everywhere. Not only do they fuck up the shot, but three shots, I think it is, before they reveal the chopper, they reveal it. <laughs> they show the chopper flying through the air for one shot. It doesn't even need to be there. Like any semblance of tension that we could have had with the chopper, like, even with them messing up the shot, it still would have been a good reveal to have that chopper come over the hill. It's already gone because we know there's a chopper because we've heard him ask for it. And then we've seen it three shots earlier when we didn't even need to. And that, to me, just perfectly illustrates how little understanding this director and editor and producers have about what needs to be there and how to pace it and how to build anything that actually makes you feel something, you know, when you're watching this. All they want you to feel is distracted. And that's it. And that's how I feel about most Michael Bay things. And to be honest, a lot of action films from America in particular. Just like, we just want to distract you with shiny objects. That's it. And it's treating your audience like they're six years old or 10 years old. And it works a lot of the time, which is really fucking annoying. But this is like, sorry, this, this really like upset me so much. I was like, you have shown you can't even copy the original. Jeez. All right. Sorry. That was my rant. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree because it's just... I just shut you both up. I'm sorry. No, listen. What? No. (laughs) (laughs) Go on, heaven. I like the other... You know, he's trying. (laughs) He's trying his best. No. I don't know who is. I don't think anybody's trying. That's my point. I don't think any of them trying. Somebody is trying on that set. Whether it be maybe it's crafty, maybe it's stunt driver, somebody. Let's just keep crafty. going. Let's just keep going. <laughs> no, I agree with you, Allie. It doesn't have the same effect as the original. The original was so I don't tasteful, know, well done, especially in that for that particular scene. It was there were so many things that they did that were so awesome. This one just didn't hold the same gravity, you know, as that one did. 
It's when you get those literal parallels, you know, that you can really tell. Because then you can dissect it and go, okay, this is telling me everything about the creator's mindsets when they're making this movie. Because of how you're dealing with this thing. Let's get back. Let's go to my favorite part. No. Are I have no idea yet? what your favorite part is. Oh, well, actually, dying. maybe it's a, is it a this line? All time, I've been dying. Is it a sentence that someone says? Yes. Okay, maybe Keep we're gonna going. get to. So I'm she gets on the CB radio to the police, and she says, "Listen, we're really not too good," <laughs> which is fantastic <laughs> in a way. And they're like, "Why don't you just pull over? Or I'll have my men help you do it." And then the fucking lieutenant, he just like says it so calm. We keep cutting to him in one room. I think they only had him for one day. Uh, he's just in this room by blinds of a window sure, the entire sure, fucking time sure. and he's like why don't you just pull over well i have my men help you do it and then he just slams his walkie-talkie yeah. into the wall it, like it's not the times. same connection that those kids had with the lieutenant from the first one like there was a real like connection and i felt like it was real this one just felt kind of like meh like it's so cartoonish it's, it's, it's insane you didn't feel like anybody was on anybody's side is it the Just, line he yeah. gives now that's your favorite? No, it's later, it's later, it's oh, later. Okay. It's not the same. He gives one of my favorite lines now where he says, I don't give a rat's cock bag how you do it. <laughs> No, just so much that. taste and care went into the script. You could just really feel the the weight of words. I don't even know what a cock bag is. <laughs> now I'm dying. Come on. Creative. Move so on. the cops start opening fire. Sean Bean then turns up. And I'm going to say this right here, right now. Katie, who was, by the way, was playing a bit of Animal Crossing, perked up at this point. Nine Inch Nails kicks in oh, with Closer, God. which, by the way, like this was mm-hmm. my fucking teenage years, was listening to this album, yeah. The Diamond Spiral. This track is the track that they use bits of for the opening titles of Seven. It's a fucking phenomenal track. It's got that, like, You Get Me Closer to God is what they take mm-hmm. from the end of Seven. This is really dumb, but this scene is by far my favorite thing in this entire movie. Sean Bean driving his car, taking out fucking every cop car as they're flipping all around him again shooting down with a handgun to chopper once again all to nine inch nails is not what i want from a hitcher movie but it's a delight it's what you need from a hitcher movie it's a 2007 michael bay hitcher movie you know the first time i, I heard closer by nine inch nails was on my mom's ipod really <laughs> yeah is that because we don't want to reveal the fact that i'm similar in age to your mother <laughs> I remember listening to it on K-Rock and it was like one of my favorite songs and it'd come on on K-Rock on the way home from school with my mom driving and I just would always think oh, like, Jesus. this is so weird to listen to this song with my mom. It right is. Here. Yeah. <laughs> the lyrics are literally, I want to violate you. I want to fuck you like an like animal. An animal. <laughs> I felt worse finding my mom's like playlist. I was like, ooh, I don't feel good about this. Why are you listening to this? <laughs> How old is your mom? Shh, we don't f- know. She can't. You can't. You can't say because I just said I'm close in age to her, and I don't want people to know. <laughs> Texas. She's a Texas. She's fine she's wine, aged. She's woman. a young age, and she's got lots of life ahead of her. Texas. <laughs> Prime of her life. Oh yeah, I'll text you guys. Anyway, I'm having a great time. I'm enjoying this scene a lot. Keep going. <laughs> he then drives off. Their car just like dies because it's had all of its cars blown out, and they run off into the desert. Sunset's hitting. They arrive at a luxury motel. Christina, are there luxury motels? Yes. No. That, it, did it say luxury motel? <laughs> it says luxury motel in neon. <sighs> There's I mean, like... Yeah, there are luxury motels now. Yeah. But that was not that a was luxury not. <laughs> motel, let me tell you. And we've got all the semis, so we know what's going to happen, right? But they're going to do a little twisty. Uh, they break into a motel room, number 12. Oh my God. Heaven's mom is so young. What the... 
hell. I know, right? I know. They try to call for help, but the phone goes straight to the front desk, so they can't. It's like Not they want to so call their luxury parents. now, this hotel, motel. <laughs> yeah. And then, hey, you know what you're going to do? Shower on. Let's get naked. Have a little snuggle in the shower. Little makeout session. I'm like, are they really going to have sex right now? Is that what Michael Bay thinks is appropriate for this fucking scene? It's they so don't. forced. It's so weird. It's Halfway through the shower where it does look like they're both getting turned on. He's like, I'm going to go. <laughs> like in the shower. He's like, I'm, I'm just going to take off and uh, go find a payphone. Yeah, I'm going to uh, leave you when you're vulnerable naked in the shower. Like, Bye, I'm going to wait until... Yeah. It, you're like, I mean, it's like, at least wait until she's out of the shower and dressed and ready for anything that might come at mm-hmm. her. If you want to go ring your parents, you go do it straight away. Like, you don't go, yeah, maybe let's just take a shower first and make out for a bit. Like, it's just fucking weird. It's so weird. He's like, and then he's gone. And I'm sorry, but then he's gone for so long. It's like, she's not even she's worried. Not worried. She's not worried. She's going to go yeah. to sleep. She's going to watch some TV. You're not worried that he like is gone for so the long. The fact that she even goes to sleep again. I'm like, Really? Oh yeah. Really? What are you doing? Are you like one of those people that just like fall asleep when they get so like uh, stressed out? Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. And by the way, credit to Michael Bay because this is one of the only times he's not going to use this as an opportunity to show a woman topless. So you know, or on her butt or anything. We Thanks, got some underboob, but that's about it. Yeah, we got some underboob. Tasteful underboob. Um, but yeah, she falls asleep to watching the birds. Don't really know what that could possibly have to do. Like normally, if they're watching something in a movie. It is a commentary on the movie well, that you're watching. Well, because it's like Hitchcock, it's a bird, it's scary, yeah. it's oh. eerie. Sure. Oh, That's why as not far put as they Duel talk. on, though? I mean. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then we see the Hitcher start touching her under the covers. Oh my God, my favorite line is coming. <laughs> is it in the bed? <laughs> say you keep it. Going, <laughs> what is it? You say it. No. What's Walk your favorite line? It, Go Christina. ahead, Christina. I'm not going to say it because you should have never ever said that. That was... Oh, I, Say I felt for it? her. She says you're making me horny. Why? I don't know. If I were her, I'd, I'd be like, why the fuck would I ever say that in this situation? Like, no, Phil I'm Heaven not understands. saying that. Heaven's been in places of distress. Would you say like, you know that, what, If I was stressed out? Like, I, look, when, I don't know. When in you've mo- almost been murdered multiple times. Heaven's coping mechanism is times. sex, just so you know. My coping mechanism is what, Al? <laughs> Is sex. So yeah. When you're <laughs> sometimes. And when you're in the luxury motel. I don't know. I've had moments like I always end up saying really strange and uncomfort- like things when I'm like uncomfortable. Like I remember one time I had, you know, like just like a lady examination for, you know, and I like I got really uncomfortable just because I was like <laughs> and embarrassed. You said, I'm and really nervous. horny right now. No, I said like, wow, if I knew we were doing this. I would have shaved my legs or something. Like, I made some 10 a.m. like joke to my like poor doctor. And then, like, she didn't say anything. And I was like, this is a train that couldn't <laughs> stop because I was so embarrassed. I made like another joke. I was like, she want to at least tell me what your favorite color is before. <laughs> <laughs> but that's different, Heaven. That's like awkward. That's just wild. Like, but it's the same feeling. Uncomfortable, of, like, you say, awkward, nervous talk. This is not uncomfortable, awkward, no, nervous I w- talk. I, this is like, oh, I'm horny. I wouldn't tell Sean get B that I was horny. No, I wouldn't. My murderer. I, I do want to say that I love you so much now. <laughs> that was just <laughs> yeah. The, I don't well, know. Look, Why would the writer this... write that in? I don't it's get it. It's just so rough. Because this is just how the brain's they thinking. They just it's wanted just like her, sex, her to say that. Sex. They just wanted her to say that. 
Yes. That's why the writer wrote that in. Yes, they wanted her to get a top off, and for sure she didn't sign that contract, so they went with underboob, and they, then they're like, we're going to make you say this. Yeah, <laughs> you have to be horny. You have to be horny. Which to me, like, you could be uh, aghast at that. I'm more aghast at what happens next, which is the hitches on top of her, and then he says, I'm fucking horny too. And that shows me once again how little understanding or care these writers have for this character or what the film, the original film was about. It should be nothing to do with that. It's nothing to do with sex. He's not murdering. He doesn't get enjoyment out of the murdering people in the original. He's tormented by it. It's like he's possessed to do this and it haunts him. And he's this tragic figure in this. Like, to have a line like that is like, come on. And if I'm Michael make Bay this really wanted to make money, they would have made really romantic eye contact. Closer by Nine Inch Nails would have started here. Then they would have become like a tag team, like Wife of Chucky or something. And then we would have had team? two more movies. Oh. I mean, like a sexual like tag that. team. I was like, what the fuck is happening? That would have made more sense. And he's like, babe, I don't want to do this anymore. But she's like, I do. And then my, Sean Bean becomes the good guy. And we have Hitchers <laughs> three and four. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God this movie didn't make money. Um, she locks herself in the bathroom, puts the skirt back on. By the way, while we hold on her groin for a very long time, while she's pulling the skirt, the cameraman you can literally Why? feel him get distracted <laughs> with her panties as she's put her skirt on. And then she's got a gun, and he's trying again. She's like, so she just announces, "I have a gun," and then he goes away. So she leaves the motel room and goes to find Jim. Now. In the deleted scenes for this movie, of which there are maybe 10, there are four that are just this scene. And let me tell you, none of them are deleted scenes. They are all alternative scenes. They had no idea what to do in this scene. There are versions of this where he does come back from making a phone call and it gets a little more kissy-kissy. There's a version where her and the Hitcher get a lot more kissy-kissy. There's a version where she has a dream about a Hitcher and then he's not actually there and she goes out. They reshot this whole fucking motel section up to her finding Jim tied up so many times with completely different versions of what happened in these scenes. So that's part of the reason this feels like a mess. It's because they had no idea what to do with this. Like, no idea. It's just like an obvious sort of flailing. And most of the deleted scenes were like that. They weren't deleted. It's just like, oh, they did lots of alternates because they didn't Mm. know what the story should be doing. And that tells you so much. They had no faith in the script. And we're just like, let's just get lots of options and we'll figure it out later. Or are they trying to make one of those movies where it's like, choose your own destination? That's how it feels. I mean, they weren't, but yeah, that's how it feels. How much more kissy-kissy did her and Sean Bean get? I'd have to go back and watch it. No, Mm -hmm. it was just like longer in the lead up. Of, you know, getting, I mean, maybe explaining more why she was so damn horny. Oh. <laughs> God. Stupid writers. So anyway. writers. So she does run out. She goes to find Jim. It makes, I will say this, it makes a little bit more sense here because you're going to see the desk clerk is going to see her, I guess, recognizes her from TV or some shit because presumably it'll be on the TV. There's a shot in one of the deleted scenes. You can't see what would have been on the TV, but they've put the old green card in the TV, you know, so they can put. A TV channel on there later and I'm sure it would have been something to do with her and him on the news framed for oh, you know, I, thinking that a murder mm-hmm. I thought he called the police because she was in his parking lot with the gun oh yeah oh, okay you're right yeah that's probably it sorry my bad <laughs> <laughs> she does have a gun that's true and by the way they really shouldn't put her on whites because when you put her on whites for long shots you see how bad her acting is and how stiff she is like in close ups it's okay but like when you get this wide of her wandering around, it's clear she doesn't know what to do with herself. But yeah, the desk then calls up the cops, I guess. Again, it was quick. It's very dreamlike in the original. Jim just goes out and the cops are there and they've already talked to the hitcher. 
you know, there's already a situation going on. Here it's not. She's there at the beginning of it. She finds Jim tied up. She pulls out the gun on the hitcher who's in the semi truck, who's like tied Jim, yeah, between the toe section and the I front. did like her acting though when she was like crying over him. She, I thought that was no. nice. <laughs> she did okay. <laughs> no, you can. You can. <laughs> sure. Look, she it's got, again, it's better than the last two weeks, I guess. Way better than the last way two better. weeks in every way. Yeah. There are just so many different types of acting. That's the thing. And this is like, this is the type of acting that really grates on me. It's just pretty people TV acting, which mm-hmm. I like. Oh. But anyway, that's a personal thing. What really grates on me is you get the hitcher saying, again, I want to die. Cops turn up midway. She's in the truck. And this is where it's so fucking weird because she has the gun on him and he has his foot on the, you know, on the, on the handbrake or whatever it is. And he's like, look, if you shoot me, then it's going to come off and Jim's going to die. So you have to do everything I'm telling you to do. And she does everything he's telling her to do. Like he tells her to get in. He tells her to like do this. He's like, you got to kill me. She can't do it. She has the gun though still pointing at him as if she's in control of the situation. Like It's so weird. She like is holding it out as if she's telling him stuff to do, but he's dictating everything. And it's really fucking weird when you sort of notice that. It's like, I don't, what's going on in these, the director's head with this stuff? Mm-hmm. And he does kill Jim. But unlike the first film where everyone was like, we can't shoot this scene. You've got to remove that scene from the script. So mm-hmm. many fights. They did it. Yeah. They we get to show it now because we're in the torture point here. Mm-hmm. We saw it. Mm-hmm. Which I was kind of like, it almost took away. It did. I mean, it's interesting to not see it and then see it. Yeah. See yeah. what's better. And it's like, I don't know. Like, I feel like the moments of action and like intensity and violence in the original Hitcher was done with so much like class and like grace and like it was just so smooth and slick and like really it had a lot of style in this way that i don't know makes the original hitcher such a classic but like the moments of action are just so commercialized and haphazard and like what you said out just a bunch of really pretty people doing really wooden things and even the violence is really kind of gratuitous and over commercialized like it's overdone I mean, again, they could have gone a lot further. This is the Torchpoint era. Like, they could have really grossed this out. It's it's fairly quick. There's a deleted scene here where it's a little longer and you see his body hanging for a bit, which they cut out, but it looks really goofy, to be honest. I'm glad they cut it out. You know, it's a way to go. Like, it's, it's fine. But then we cut to the sheriff's office and the lieutenant is showing her the driver's license of the real John Ryder, saying, this guy's not John Ryder. By the way, out of focus a little bit, but the guy on the driving license is the director of the movie. That's his little cameo. Stop. I can't, I can't stop him. Jeez. They've got the hitcher in custody. They're interviewing him. Again, a really cool, creepy scene in the original. Here we got the guys asking the hitcher, why did you do it? And he just says, why not? <laughs> like, okay. Uh. And then the lieutenant takes her to Albuquerque for trauma support. He's going to like, we're going to take you trauma support. Then your parents can pick you up. You've done a good job. Don't worry. They put Ryder in a van. Although they've put a bulletproof vest on him. Now that's what you get put on when you're a murderer and you go to a court case a court hearing you do not get a bulletproof vest put on you when you're just taken into custody i don't understand but anyway whatever and it makes slightly more sense i guess this time because in the previous one they're driving in opposite directions and this one they're tailing the van they just happen to be going the same way so we are going to lose though that cool scene of jim when he like takes over the car and then races back to get to the van and then turns up at the exact second the hitcher is just breaking free here it's all happening in tandem like they're literally next to each other as it happens and we are going to get the longest scene i've ever seen of someone trying to pull the hand like he breaks his thumb Ugh, the hitcher, yeah. which is cool to get mm-hmm. out of handcuffs 
But then this fucking policeman. By the way, just one cop in the back, which like, no way. No way, just one cop in the back. But this cop in the back is just watching him, not blinking, not looking away, as the hitcher pulls his hand out of these handcuffs, like while he's ripping skin off and stuff. And it goes on forever. It does. It does. Mm -hmm. And it's so obvious he's doing something. Like... (laughs) His face keeps changing and he's like moving around and stuff. And the guy's just watching him. It's like you think you'd at least show the guy looks away for a second and that's when he pulls it out. It's like, no. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Mm. Gross. So Gra- Grace and the sheriff. So we, I don't think I've ever said her name. Grace is her name. Uh, I didn't even know name. her name. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I spent ages weird. not being able to write it down. Yeah. And then, yeah, the van fucking flips. It looks cool. Like it's a really cool shot. But once again, all these cars go into each other. None of them have seatbelts on. <laughs> They're totally fine. It's insane. She's absolutely fine. And then, yeah, the cop tells Grace, run over the hill and wait for help because, you know, she's just a woman. And instead she grabs the gun. and's like, I'm done with running. She gets Good out. for her. And he's like, no, you don't know what you're doing. She's like, I know what I'm doing. No, but she doesn't know what she's doing, obviously, because of what she ended up doing. Yep. I mean, the Grace, <laughs> uh, ha, 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 that the original, when, <laughs> what's his name? I don't know. What's the original guy's Jim. name? Yeah, Jim when, Yeah, when Jim realizes that he has to do something, and then what he ends up doing is so different than when Grace realizes what she has to do and what she ends up doing. Yes. It just doesn't compare this last, this really like the last, this last part really just killed me mm-hmm. because it could have been way better and it should have been way better. Even yeah. if it wasn't as good as the original, it still could have been better. For it sure. made her look really weak. Mm. Yeah. She just walks over to the back of the van, which she knows for a fact he's in. Yeah. <laughs> Opens it up right next to it. Again, knowing for a fact he's in there. So, of course, he's there and just grabs her as soon as she does that. Throws her in the back of the van and then locks her in there as he walks out. Yeah. It's silly. Yeah. It's really silly. It's and then silly. he starts a fire. She grabs a shotgun. There's a cool, like, you know, shot as it all sort of explodes behind him. It's very stupid and actiony and Michael Bay, but fine. That's the world we're in. So, you know, at least make it look cool. She, by the way, would be fucked. Like, yeah, <laughs> she's not doing well in that. The van exploded. How is she How still okay? How did she okay? get out? Yeah. She's not well, only okay. She gets a gun or whatever, and then but she jumps out the back of the van like a superhero. Like the shot of her leaping out of the back of the van is so over the top. It's Maybe she was in gymnastics. Okay. I don't know. No. Okay. And then like her hero shot, you know, of her like walking right, like walking or something towards him to kill him, and like with the gun. But it just looked like it looked like she just. Why does she look so refreshed and so like she didn't just go through hell? All of a sudden, she looked like. <laughs> normal like they're the intensity that you would think Mm -hmm. that they would have like she didn't i don't know i wasn't believable and this is my big my huge pet peeve and again i could watch a lot of horror films and action films and be fine with it i get it that we just they just want to see pretty people running around doing things and that's fine but it's insulting obviously to the original like you say when jim's been through so much and you could do that with a woman easily but all they're yeah. preoccupied with i think all she's preoccupied with all the director is preoccupied Looking with, good. and all the producers with it's just like yeah make sure i look pretty and glamorous and there's nothing i hate more in film than glamour like glamour yeah. is just like it's the anti of every story but it just there like was nothing behind her eyes and like it it also this like the same thing happened when she was doing like i don't know when she was supposed to be in shock while they were at the playstation or something like in trauma and it just looked like almost like she was smiling (laughs) 
Yes. No, it's literally like, make <laughs> like me look cool, make me look yet. powerful, make me look sexy. And that's fine. I get why someone would want all that, but that's not what's right for this story. That doesn't make you yeah, see what someone's really been through and attach to that character, but they're not an interesting character. And again, this is just, a, I mean, this is a bigger struggle, but I just have that with many, 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 many movies, particularly Hollywood movies. And most people are fine with it because that's all most people want. It's cool. They look pretty. I want something nice to look at and I want some explosions and that's it. That's mm-hmm. not what I want. Well, that's what we got. That's definitely what we get here. Yeah, like, so the Hitcher shoots the lieutenant, which doesn't happen in the original. He does kill the lieutenant here, right in the head. She then walks over to him, shoots him in the bulletproof vest, which apparently the bullet holes in the bulletproof vest spells out an H. Why would they even put a bulletproof, I mean, is that what, like, protocol That's what I was saying earlier. You wouldn't know. You'd do it when he goes to courthouse case. You wouldn't. And then he turns around to her and says, feels good, doesn't it? Again, completely missing the point. The original Hitcher does not enjoy the killing. Does not enjoy it. That's true. And she mm. says, I don't feel a thing. And I believe her. I don't think she <laughs> thinks a thing. I don't believe she feels a thing. Like you say, Christina, there's nothing going on behind Empty. these eyes. Other than, do I look cool and pretty and sexy in this shot right now, holding this gun with a little sort of dramatic trickle of blood on my cheek. And then he looks disappointed that she's not enjoying it. And she clearly blows his head off with a shotgun but then we're gonna get a top-down shot where his head is intact and there's just some blood on the floor the reason for that is because the original ending was not her shooting him it was her fucking wailing on him with the shotgun where she just beats him to death (laughs) into the ground and then for whatever reason they changed that to the shotgun but then it doesn't at all match with the last shot because his head would be gone (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> well it's like at this point though you just like completely miss those things because you're just like oh, whatever like, she did it i mean a gomez track kicks in which is kind of yet? a surprise i used to love gomez and yeah we fade to black and we're just done there's no coda there's no like beautiful sunset shot as she lights a cigarette by the car there's no you know that's it pathos just like out let's all go home throw your popcorn in the trash on the way out of the cinema please Okay, bye. Done. Uh, there you go. That was the Hitcher 2007. Yay. I feel like we went on a little journey. I hope it wasn't polluting you, your brains like with stuff because you both seemed pretty positive by the beginning. Maybe that was just your journey with the film as a whole. Let's find out. Let's start with Heaven this week. How did you feel about the Hitcher remake? Be honest. It was fun. Honestly, my expectations were so, so deeply rock bottom because of the last two films we watched. So anything... Like a step above those was going to put me in a good mood. But like watching it, you know, it was a Michael Bay action movie. It's like if I went with friends to go see it and I didn't have to buy my ticket, you know, if I didn't have to spend money on it, I would have an okay time. And I think that's how I feel about this. It's like it was fun enough, you know, definitely like it is. I think I felt more and more disappointed as we got into it because originally my you know reaction was that I was like, oh, you know, it's an okay film. But as we started breaking it down further and like really comparing it to like the original Hitcher, it just doesn't compare because the original Hitcher, what was so beautiful about it was the simplicity and it was so timeless and everything they did had so much like style and class and even the action, there was a lot of like really beautiful like tension and the shots and we've talked about it so many times in each of our episodes about the cinematography and it and like these wide, expansive, beautiful. It was just so specific and it was like a classic midnight movie but this was this was not that and the more we get into these films the more i think like i don't know you just can't recreate what's 
wasn't amazing about Hitcher. And honestly, like, I know I hated it when we first did it, but like thinking about Duel and Hitcher now, like both of those had that like style and that like timelessness that this Michael Bay could not recreate. And like what was so satisfying about the hero's journey and Hitcher felt very like this reminded me more of a Hitcher 2 than Highwaymen, honestly. Just in terms of story and character. Yeah, in terms of story and direct. character. Not how it's shot. (laughs) No. Like, in terms of story and character and just, like, ugh. So, no. I did not enjoy this film overall. Like, once we started breaking it down, it got to be like, oh, I want this to end. That's my thoughts. I mean, at least it's short. I miss Duel. I miss Duel, too. (laughs) Okay, so... This was way more enjoyable than the last two films. Mm. I feel all around they did a way better job trying to recreate the original Hitcher. And the acting was better. The casting was better. Everything was better. But when it comes down to it, it it really does shine a light on how good of a job they did on the original Hitcher. Mm-hmm. It really does. It just makes you think like, wow, like they really pulled something magical off and this one just it doesn't really compare to that but in comparison to the last two yes 100 percent, it was way 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 better than the last two yeah. and a lot easier to watch and <sighs> yeah so you know i don't know it's just like <laughs> i don't know why are there so many bad movies out in the world <laughs> i don't know i'll make you watch them I think we're all on the same page though like we're in just in slightly different places from my history with this stuff it's like yeah if I'm judging this if I'm trying and it's so hard to but to judge this it's I had never seen The Hitcher and ideally if I'd never seen Jewel if I'd never seen any of that stuff this is a totally innocuous you know fine movie it's fine it's completely fine it's certainly not the worst thing Platinum Dunes have done mm-hmm. it's not the best thing that they've done it exists my biggest problems with it honestly are just the leads like my biggest problem with it if I hadn't seen any other thing is just like fucking just hate boring pretty people in movies and no. people thinking that that's enough I mean I disagree though like I thought they were way better than the leads yeah, in the other agree. two movies no like, but that's what I'm saying I'm not bad. judging it no but what, I'm not saying your, like, that they're better thing. or worse actors what I was just saying was like if I pretended I hadn't seen any car pursuit movies at all I'd never seen Jewel I'd never mm-hmm. seen the original Hitcher or yeah High Woman or the Hitcher 2 this is the first one I'm coming to it's totally fine like it's totally fine it is my problem is just like like I'm not saying they're not worst actors than the other ones. I'm just saying this isn't acceptable for me. Like, this is not, like, characters. These are not characters. These are just pretty people standing around. And one of them's not even that pretty. He's not that. <laughs> so, my God. It's like, which I feel Michael Bay would go on in his horror remakes to cast much more handsome men from this point forward. And Because I, I think he maybe thought that was part mm-hmm. of the reason it didn't do as well. But the direction is not great. Like, these, you do not get a music video director and a music video DP and put them together to tell a fucking narrative story. At least find someone who knows how to craft narrative. And I'm not convinced. I don't know because I didn't look into it. I don't believe the editors edits narrative either because this is not narrative editing. Like, it works contextually for the most part other than these weird continuity problems. But there's no pacing here. There's no tension. I do not care. When they're saying... We love this movie because it's going to give you thrills and then romance. I feel nothing for the romance because they no don't spend romance. any time developing no it. There's nothing. And I, feel, and I feel no thrills. I only enjoyed one scene in this movie and it was as a tacky delight of seeing Sean Bean destroy all these cop cars to Nine Inch Nails, which I will probably watch that scene again on isolation with nothing else from this movie because I enjoyed that scene. It was fun. But yeah, again, money's in the movie. There are some technicians here. Michael Bay's involvement means it looks fine. It's fine. 
It's totally fine. But if I am judging it against the hit share in the original, it's a travesty. <laughs> like judging it against the original is like all the stuff that made that magic. All the things that you just have to un- begin to understand about what it was trying to talk about and the pathos of that character. You would know to never even try to remake it. But if you do, you have to at least be tackling the same subject matters. All they prove here again and again and again is they don't even understand anything about the original. Michael Bay has no clue of what the fuck the original was about, and neither did the writers. And I think the writing here is one of the worst aspects. The writing here is fucking god-awful. But yeah, I mean, we are done, though, now with the Hitcher. We're not done with this series. Christina oh, I was going to say, what? <laughs> huh? I thought we got two more to We're go. We're closing the book. We've got three more to go. Uh, what, we are done three? with the Hitcher series. Yep. roll. We, I mean, I'm going to give a little tease because I know you both don't really know anything about what we're doing next. Um, what are we doing next? Because you never read my text. So I'm going to give a tease <laughs> at the end of this show as to what's happening next, which I'm excited about. But again, if you would be kind enough to rate us and subscribe, it helps us out a whole bunch. You can follow me on all the social medias as Mr. Al White on everything. Again, on my Instagram and Twitter, I'm going to be tweeting about some Zooms that we're doing during this COVID time. So if you're still in that time when you listen to this, come and hang out with us. Unless the first one goes terribly, then we'll never do it again. And you can also do that on Xbox and play some video games with me there. Also as Mr. Al White and on PlayStation. Christina. I am at underscore hi Christina on Instagram and Twitter. Cool. I am at Heaven Devera on Twitter. How do you spell Devera? D-E-V-E-R-A. Do you not pronounce it Devera? I can't roll my R's, so I don't want to try to pronounce like that, but... Give it one go. Al does it really well, so yeah. Come on. You can't roll your R's at all? I can't roll my R's. Devera. Excellent. We'll do this more next week. Uh, (laughs) Next week, I'm excited. We're going to go backwards in time. We're going to go before the Hitcher remake, before Highwayman, before the Hitcher 2, I've been waiting. The next, I mean, there are, you know, there are a bunch of Car Pursuit movies, obviously influenced by both the Hitcher and Jewel. And again, I'm watching a lot of those on the side. I'm not involving you both in that. I'm watching a whole bunch of them. So in our wrap up episode, I can talk about them all. But the next Do big one. Do you sleep, Al? Do you sleep? <sighs> he doesn't sleep with my eyes open watching shitty films i really i'm not watching that many i mean in all honesty i've got some i've still got to travel through and i'm not looking forward to it but yeah the next big one really after the hit show was 2001 with a film called joyride or if you're from the uk it was called roadkill there this is a movie that stars paul walker oh that's right before fast and furious times was it before was it about the same time yeah just before we've got steve zahn do you remember him anybody comedy no. guy steve zahn no. maybe remember i'm bad with names though maybe if I, when i see his face i'll let you know do you know lily sobieski no when Mm-mm. i see his face i'll let you know that's a woman <laughs> <laughs> directed by john dahl he directed rounders which is a really great gambling film which i love He's done some interesting things. We'll get to him next week, obviously. But yeah, the reason why we're doing this is because, and I'm so happy we've orchestrated things in the right way. It'd been a while since I'd seen this Hitcher remake. And as I was watching it, I was like, this is the perfect fucking order to do these films because Joyride came out six years before the Hitcher remake. But in the setup, you're going to see a lot of similar themes. And in my, I mean, in my estimation, done a lot, lot better. I'm going to spoil it now. I really, really enjoy Joyride 1 a lot. I have never fully seen 2 and 3, which is bewildering because you would have thought I would have. So I'm looking forward to discovering two films at the end of this series with both of you together. But next week I'm super excited for because I like Joyride. Who knows if you both will. 
I've never seen it, but Brandon was like, oh, are you guys going to watch Joyride? I don't know why I do that voice for him because he doesn't sound like that. <laughs> that's exactly what he sounds like. Are you guys going to watch like? Joyride? Because that's kind of like these kind of movies. And I was like, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Heaven, you've know. never seen it? I've never seen Joyride. Well, you can tell him we are, Christina. We are covering Joyride. I know, I'm excited. The trilogy. I'm stoked. I'm excited. Yeah, there's Good. so much in parallel with this week's film. So I'm really excited about next week. And it'll be a new, it'll be cool because we'll be on theme, but a fresh start. We get to throw off all of the Hitcher shackles and just do oh, something different. They are. They have been shackles. I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you both for joining me. I hope you have a lovely and safe week. And if you're listening, we will see you next Friday. Bye. Geeks. Geeks. Geeks.